Hello and welcome to Nollywood Film Club podcast. I am Mr. C of Iroka Critic and today we have another fun discussion. No, yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually, um, I was happy for this one because this is a low budget one. This is a low budget film that actually managed to gain a lot of attention, gain a lot of watch hours behind um, um one of the most streamed Nollywood movies. I think it was only second behind Anik Lakbo um, of 2022, despite coming out very much later on in the year. So huge shout out to this film. Um, we discuss it in, in you know, pure Nollywood film club fashion. Um, there's a there's a discussions about the end that I find um, funny to hear again, and all of these people have the same takes. You will also be without my superb hosting skills for this space. Uh, Mrs. C is um, hosting this space, but I think she does a wonderful job. Don't tell her that. Um, but without further ado, I do hope you enjoy Nollywood Film Club discussing the Griot have to do the intro again i'm sorry because we're, we're trying to do a podcast thing here so, i don't all right okay welcome everybody to nollywood film club uh we discuss movies nollywood movies every sunday uh today we're discussing the griot whatever <laughs> uh and um uh yes we'll discuss the good we'll do the bad and then we'll do a summary um all right, so let's start with Vanessa. Vanessa, please tell us the things you liked, the good about the griot, griot, griote. He's okay. <laughs> I'm going to do like a basic whatever of what the griot was because Otaf asked for it before I start my likes. Um, so the griot is a member of a storytelling class um, in West African tradition. It's, made, it's usually... Re- like passed down from family within families and only like certain families are griots um apparently the word is apparently rooted in like french slash portuguese origins but whatever but most there number of west african traditions that have griots and they, they they're like sort of keepers of oral history that being said i don't know how <laughs> i became the imdb for this it's weird because as soon as i watched the film i saw a tweet about some West African woman whose family, who came from a family of griots, and even though her family used to be all men, it was a thing in their family where it was all men who were griots. She became the first female griot in her family. I don't know, for whatever reason, all the griot information just started coming to my whatever. <laughs> um, my likes. I liked the premise of this. I, I feel like more and more stories should be told about um, West African traditions. Prior to this, I wasn't educated on what a griot was. I mean, I knew that the Yoruba tradition was very rooted in storytelling and used a lot of oral means to pass on information about our culture and our tradition, our religion, the whole nine yards. And it was mainly passed down through storytelling. That I knew. I just didn't know that it was a tradition that went across a bunch of other West African traditions. So I guess I, I, I would like for more stories like this to be cool because I feel like we have a wealth of stories like these. And I enjoyed this. Um, I think I sort of also liked that it was told in like a stage play dramatic type 
thing. I don't know. It just felt very, this could do very well on stage. And I don't know. I liked that. I think, I think they, they, they did, they succeeded at translating the stage place thing better than, um, unless you're bad did. Um, what else did I really like? I like that I was seeing a number of faces that I hadn't seen before. Maybe this is me, but a couple of the people who played leads and like, aside from um, that's if I did Imeji and like maybe the parents and the older people. Oh, a lot of the other people I hadn't seen in a lot of things before. So I liked seeing that. Um, a huge like is obviously Latifa Dedi Meji. Latif is an incredible talent. And I feel like we say this all the time, especially when we see him either as a lead or in a, you know, dramatic role. Like we said it while we were watching Ayinla. And, and it's the same thing here. And it genuinely just baffles me and concerns me that in a lot of other mainstream Nollywood productions, they sort of cast him as comedic relief. And it, it, I don't know, it just feels, I take it personally, it just feels offensive to me that, they, that they're underutilizing Latif's um, talent. He was fantastic in this. You know that thing where Nollywood has um, a stereotype for what nerds are? And there's, there's that nonsense of pushing the glasses up the nose and that little sniff that they do in their mind. They're, they're portraying a lack of, um, well, I guess in this case, a lack of self-confidence or whatever. And it just comes off as very stereotypical and very offensive. Latif does that, does what I think all these people have been trying to do, you know, the Efas and the Timinis. So effortlessly, without without it being very aggravating. This is someone who is obviously incredibly talented and with his father, who he, he's comfortable with. He has no issues with, you know, speaking and, and, and you know, being confident. But, but with this girl, he's tongue-tied and he doesn't lose any personality. He doesn't come off as a, like a caricature of someone who just gets nervous about around someone who he has a crush on. And it was done really well. I just, honestly, it was my favorite part of watching this was just watching Latif prior to when he had a relationship with this babe. Just watching Latif, you know, not look at her in the eye and, you know, put his eye down. He still says hello to her, but it, I don't know. It just it was very endearing. I just enjoyed seeing Latif play this role. Um, I actually liked the romance in this. I know it's not a rom-com. I know it's not a romantic. It, I really like the romance in this. It was so sweet. Since 2022, this old 2022 that we've been watching film, not one romance has come from Nollywood that gave me the, the butterflies. And I'm genuinely, I'm taking this personally because I'm a romance stan. And I, I, this gave me such feels. I don't know. It's the obviously very confident, beautiful girl who actually likes this guy? And, and here's this guy who actually has a crush on her, but does not know that he, she likes him. Too. And it's just so cute. And then we had the random human being who's trying to, to put us under, which is key in a romance. Like, I, I, this was so cute. I genuinely, I was like, oh, I love love, man. And the scenes where she was helping him, you know, gain his confidence with his storytelling. Honestly, that whole montage. You know how I'm a montage stan? How I'm always crying for montages to be used 
effectively in Nollywood films. The montage, that montage of them meeting each other, even after her parents said they should not meet, you know, the way she would run. Oh, the montages gave me everything. I was like, yes, make me smile. Give me warmth. I, I don't, I'm single. So me, I'm living my romantic lives through these films. And Hollywood has been letting me down. I, gen I just genuinely loved how beautiful they were. Um, I love that he had his own career, which was probably why he had no issues with giving the stories to this guy. He, you know, I just, I don't know. I really, I, I really actually liked this. What else did I like? Um, I liked his relationship with his dad. And I think, I don't know if, I've noticed this before, but I don't think Nollywood does um, male relationships very well. Not like they do female relationships better anyways, but I don't know. There's something about how his relationship with his father was portrayed. The fact that he calls him Babala Kunde. I, I, I don't know. It, I, don't, I, just, I just love how they were friends. You know, he and his dad, there was a mutual respect between them. His dad loved his son. I feel like we need to see these things on screen these representations of human relationships you know I, I remember we were I can't remember what film I was we were talking about and we we're talking about okay I think it was Tainted Canvas and how disappointed we were in the fact that the the female relationship with her best friend that was established in the first half of the film just sort of dwindled away and and it doesn't always have to be a romantic relationship that's developed in our storytelling just relationships between father, son, mother, daughter, friends. These relationships are important as well. And telling them in the most realistic ways are important. And just like in a clear, I just really enjoyed seeing his relationship with his parents, with his father, I mean. Um, and I think this film did a lot with like relationships between people, like even her relationship with her sister. And how, you know, her sister was the one who she sent on errands. Because there's no way you as an older person, an older sibling in, in Nigerian family will not send your younger sister on an errand. And the fact that her mother still babies her younger sister is like, don't send my daughter on an errand. It just felt very real. And it felt very Nigerian. You know, and those, those are the things that we say when we say we want authenticity in our stories. It's the little things, the things that make us who we are in our interpersonal relationships with others should also be portrayed on film. And I really liked seeing this. All in all, I really liked the grill, actually. I have a little issues. I do, but I really like the grill. All right. Thanks, Vanessa. Uh, just wanted to say, when, when we're talking about the, the little sister, um, uh, I think I said she reminds me of the teenager from Deadpool. Deadpool. Where she's, um, you know, it's just a lot of teenage angst. And I love the little sister. She was a vibe character. Um, yeah. But yes, uh, always she... looked like she was over it. Doesn't matter what it was, <laughs> she was over it. <laughs> All right, but thanks, for that, Vanessa. All right, uh, Atash, do you want to tell us the things you liked about the career? Uh, uh, sure. I forgot. Sorry, before you go on, I forgot to say that um, there is a six-minute. <laughs> Uh, this will not apply to your task, I'm sure, but um, <laughs> but yes, uh, there's a six minute thing. Um, I I am timing. All right, sorry, go on. Anyways, I'm happy to give some of my minutes to somebody else, guys. Just beg me nicely. 
Um, all right. So the Grio. Um, okay. So the things I liked about the Grio, I will say that I liked ninety five percent of it, which is honestly great. I had a great time watching this movie for the most part. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm not typically a romance girl. However, this is my favorite romance of the year. Um, and I'm including both Nollywood and Hollywood. It was just such a well-told story. Um, the feelings, the shyness. I think it's like probably one of the more perfect love stories of the year. Um, I really enjoyed the relationship between the father and the son. It was effortless and a care for each other. They very much cared for each other. And it, it was clear that he was rooting for... Sorry, what was Latif's character's name? Lakunle. What? Lakunle. Lakunle, right? Lakunle. Yeah. okay. Um, so even in his relationship with his friend is carefully unraveled. Um, even the parts where we realize that he's a leech, but Lakunle doesn't yet know. Uh, I liked how they navigated that you know, that situation. I liked the different complexities of his shyness. It wasn't one note. It wasn't flat. Like Vanessa said, he wasn't putting pushing glasses up his face. It was very evident the people he was comfortable with um, and the people he wasn't comfortable with. Um, I even liked the stories that he told. Uh, they told. They were very much stories we'd have heard growing up. Um, and so those were fun. Uh, I I stereotyped the character Latif was going to be playing going in just because of the typical characters Latif usually plays. And so I very much, after I read the... So I didn't watch a trailer. I read the um, summary online. Um, and I very much expected that Latif would be the leeching friend who is like, you know, bigger than life and stealing stories. And so it was very pleasantly surprising to see Latif play the character that he played. Um, and to have sort of an unknown, I don't know if other people know him, but it was unknown to me, um, to have an unknown kind of be the focal point for the most part of the story and still have Latif shine through, um, through his acting, which is very quiet and subtle for the most part. Um, and even in the end where he starts to find his voice. And so, yeah, I thought the supporting characters were great, even, um, I don't know Lakumi's friend's name, but Lakumi's friend's friends were sort of funny. I thought this was a rom-com for the most part and probably should have been, but um, all in all, a good watch. All right. Thanks. Thank you. All right. Uh, everybody giving this a love. Uh, well, I said so far. So a far. Lot, a lot of people giving it a love. Uh, a, love um, a lot of... Um, it's giving a lot of people good vibes. It's giving people heart. It's uh, people are feeling the rom com. Uh, and you know what? Like, I can't. Maybe I'd say maybe I'm I'm still leaning towards rom more than. Rom-com. Oh, but there are so many lines that were bangers. There, I can't remember them, but I remember them sending me. <laughs> All right, but but yes, uh, thanks a lot for that, the test. Uh, Inka, please. Give I us the thing you like. Um could you keep can you please give me some of your minutes? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you can I'll, I'll, have them I'll all. Have Thank you, Otas. <laughs> can you have it's it one minute? Thank minutes, you. But no. <laughs> uh, no? Okay. Do your six first. And okay. Let's see. Um so <laughs> I 
absolutely enjoyed this movie because I watched it after I I, I saw um, the movie that we watched last week because I thought maybe there was something wrong with me. So I wanted to go watch one another, another Nigerian movie and I was like, okay, there's nothing wrong with me. Um, the movie were great performances. Um, as everybody said, Latif did very well. Uh, the main female actress, her voice was beautiful. I loved um, the fact that it's about like, it takes inspiration from West African culture and even like the 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 script writing itself too i think there were so many delights wonderful things that maybe the script writer did very well because even the villain of the movie the leech is not is is giving dimension right he's not just only a leech right he, we can see that he wants more from life and he's willing to do lichy things for it. And you can also see the actor who played him, who played it, it also showed that he, he not only does, he, he does want the girl because he believes the girl is going to make him famous, but it also has a certain feeling for her that is actually something that, that, that could be according to genuine. So I think the actor did a very good job. It could just it didn't it, it gave the character a dimension and I think that also came from also the script writing. Um, I I really liked it was a simple story about telling stories, and it told stories well. And the world felt lived in because we get to see the relationships between many different peoples, and also like. To, to turn to talk about technique to talk talks about technicalities and all that did I say technicality productions production wise the I love that the fact that um um the transitional shots they showed the village that it's not a, I I don't know I think they shot in two different places but like the the just showing like the everydayness of it the beautiful shots just it makes it feels lived in textured and all that yes I do have some criticism but it is a wonderfully simple story with good acting and just competent filmmaking and it is the basic and it brings joy. It didn't need to be something complicated. It didn't need to be ridiculous. It didn't need to be overwrought. And yet everybody enjoyed their moments, their times, and people kind of will remember it more. You know, sometimes you don't have to be the greatest movie. You don't have to be doing the greatest things. Sometimes you just sometimes have to do the simplest things and those things connect to people more because, you know, we're closer to the simple things than we are closer to the bigger things. Most most people in the world are. And I loved it. I loved its its cheapness in Nigerian, not just Nigerian, just West African, well, very much Nigerian, Yoruba, very much Yoruba culture. But even though it translated it to English and it's like, it's wonderful. It's it's just it was wonderful. It was really good. It, and it, this is not even the bigger movies or bigger budget movies. And it's just it's season. I liked it. It was wonderful. I like the story. I like the way they characterize the people in the story. I like the all the acting. The king, the mother. Nobody is particularly over vile until the point. I will <laughs> over vile. You could feel everybody was like an actual human being. Most everybody was an actual human being. That I like that type of care with that type of characters. It's something that's just wonderful. So 
yeah, this was one of the particular joys of the year. That's the end. Thank you. Look at that, you see? You didn't even need extra. Uh, extra time limit, so I rush. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you, you have a whole two minutes left, but thank you. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Six minutes is a long time. People keep on underrating what can be said in six minutes, but um, yeah. Uh, thank you. But we'll, we'll still we'll still give people another chance to, to go again if there's more to say. But yes, actually, something I do um, agree with is like just the simplicity the uh, simplicity of the story, story but doing the simple things well mm-hmm. uh, you don't always have to do a grand in fact i encourage not to do <laughs> at this at this point and time in our things not to do the big grand complex six because like it's difficult to do but yes um thank you uh Inka. all right um creative uh, uh, what good creative uh, cre- fingers. creative fingers okay yeah, good evening. Good evening, everyone. Right. Good evening. Uh, uh, I, I, don't know if, I don't know if you need to film club, um, but we are doing the good. So uh, the, just the things you like, if if you can. All right. Thank you. Um, personally, um, this film is a solid 9 over 10 for me. Like, great storytelling. I'm so impressed, proud. And in fact, it's one of the best Nollywood for me, right? I feel like the storyteller, I was told by a storyteller, you know, well told. And um, one particular thing I like about movies, and I've not really seen in a lot of Nollywood movies, is passing a message, giving an idea, and delivering it, like execution, like good execution. And this film delivers on all fronts, you know, because for me, I feel like they were able to engage us from the start to the finish. And even though they made it interesting with the romance, the core message was still very intact in the in the in the relationship between the storyteller as um Somi and Lakunle. You know, they are like two parts of the whole, the artist and his muse. And um there were there are there are two people whose fate inter- intertwines and like they are the lack each other. For Lakunle, he's shy, so he cannot tell his story to a crowd of people. And then on the other side, Tommy is very audible and eloquent and can express himself, but doesn't have any story. So two of them must find a common ground to succeed. But then it's more about the artist here because the artist gets the fame, gets the wealth, gets the recognition, but doesn't want to refill from the cup where he scoops his water. It's a powerful story because it speaks to every artist. You know, you have a muse. And then to everyone that takes, you have to also give. You know, it has to keep on going round and round. So it's it's very powerful. And the way they mildly, you know, put in the romance, making them have a want, you know, together, so that we'll see whether they discover what they need and we'll see whether there will be a change in the character character arc. But then there is no change. And so eventually it's, it's 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 a tragedy, right? So for me, it's 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 exquisite, and um, I don't know. I'm really, really just. I really, really love this. There's so much I love, right? There's so much. Is it the story world? Because you know the panorama views will always let us know that this place is kind of an enclosed, <clears throat> sorry, an enclosed like setting community. So it makes sense that 
you know, they even have um, some kind of um, olden days stuffs in front of the mud houses, and then they are using carries, you know, even with native, and then they are even ex they are even speaking English. But it's just like someone said, confident filmmaking. It it came from a personal place, from a personal place in the storytelling, and I think that's what everybody that needs to tell stories now in Hollywood should focus on telling a story you are connected to. It's very clear that the storyteller was connected to the story. Like from even the little things, like everybody has been, you know, saying the simplicity. So for me, it's great, totally great. That's why I said, I would have to definitely come on here to say that this is a great film and I love it. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, we appreciate um, uh, you coming on to share. Yeah, and sharing, sharing the film love. Like too many times, like, you know, especially, um, you know, a lot of us do criticize movies. I always say it's important that if you love a film, you also love it loudly. Yep. Um, and that's why, obviously, Namaste Wahala. <laughs> we always get a shout out. Get out. Come on, Namaste. Get out. Get out. Elizabeth, please <laughs> uh, tell us what you like. <laughs> okay. So, um, six minutes, my time starts now. <laughs> okay. What I, when, when I started watching Degree, when I saw this, trailer i wasn't so sure what to expect i was like you know what let me just go in blind but when i watched the grill everybody was talking about how simple this story is but first i want to start with latif adedimeji i believe latif is end game and i'm not joking i know we've been talking about our actors and you know what they can do or cannot do their limitations right latif is one person that i think is very aware of his talents and he's trying his best or either that or he listens to his directors very well and i mean it's maybe he won't listen to his directors when he's doing nonsense too because it really shows in like vanessa said it wasn't your stereotypical shy person it was it was Elon, it was encompassing it was everything it was you get his relationship with the people he's comfortable with and I know we're like, maybe these just remarks are not rom-com, but honestly, did you not laugh when he started knocking the tree? When instead of him to talk to, to this babe, T.Y. was knocking the tree. I thought that part was funny. It, it does something so effortlessly, right? And I thought that, you know what? Latif is endgame shy in Hollywood. If we can find somebody who can maybe make him greater than what this is, I think he's one person that can be greater than what he is currently because he seems to be very aware of his talent and his into work. Another thing I like about the grill is um, the vagueness of the time period. Let me tell you guys, I really, really, really like that. So was, even to the end of the movie, I think the most modern thing I saw was the bicycle. So I'm like, you know what? Yeah, whatever. I, I like, I like, I like this. I, I like, I like that. I like when a story world when a fictional world is built, right? And it just throws you into that world. It's not trying to, because they didn't mess on time. Time, we don't know from the story. And they also make, make sure that from the story piece, we also don't know. Though they use the typical houses that were built by the slave returnees. So we're, we're seeing the houses, the architecture from like the 20s the 40s, right? I mean, mostly the 20s. So we're seeing the, the architecture from that time. It was still popular also up popular until like maybe the late 80s to the 90s. So again, we don't know what time 
period we are in. We just know that we're in a time. That's another thing I love about the word. The word is, for me, is believable. I know that people were like, oh, maybe they are spoken in your Bible. For me, this is a word that created, that, like this is a fictional word that everything just works together within that word that was built. Another thing I really like is that, apart from looking, the locations, the, I think the architecture especially, it's something that I love so much. See, I've not seen it in a lot, but it's something I grew up with because I grew up in Accra and I see this kind of buildings all the time. It's part of me. I like that just so many places you go to in town and then you see this kind of building. So seeing them in movie, I see them as parts of history. It, it just made me really happy. Another thing I like is the, the again, the believability and the world building. It's in the subtle way, not even subtle, way where, you know how when we when we review Anikulaku and election, but we go, oh, the world building with, um, you know, in Anikulaku, we see what the, the craft of the people then. But it seems like proper production. Even though we see it, but then you see it, it's sort of like production in such a way that they want you to see it. They're focused on it. They really want it to be like, this is something we want to show you. This is something that the Griot did fantastic way. Like... <laughs> So fantastic! It's, there, there, were, there was a place where there was a woman just drying a cassava, but it was it was such a split quick thing. In it was that bicycle. There's this nice frame, like like sunset, mine riding bicycle, rather walking with his bicycle. Maybe it's coming from the farm. I love that shot. I love that shot. Again, it was in the time where he's it's. It, 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 Uh, have we have, have we lost Elizabeth? Is it just so me? We lost Elizabeth. Okay. All right. Oh, Elizabeth has a minute. Things without it looking like oh. it was a product production. Even Tiwa's father's house, you know, the you know, is a hunter. Just from looking at the house, in you know, the the way he's dressed, is in the simple thing without it. So everything just merged into that world without it making it look like oh look, notice this is what we are trying to get to you to to notice um another thing again that i like is um and this is i'm going to use this spite of their budget because i don't think they have a lot of budget but i like that people they could get people they could get crowd even the extras i'm guessing the extras are like town people and they just use them it's in the little thing like when there was a scuttle there was a mini fight Siwa's mother came to tell lakonle off and the neighbors just came down just watched a bit and they went it, it was in the in the tiny little details We have lost her again, I guess. Um, one minute left. <laughs> All right. Nobody else can hear this, but right? No. Okay. All right. I bet you were still hearing her in three seconds. <laughs> um. Yeah, I know how these things usually go. All right. Should we just do move on to someone else? Um, uh, Cynthia, okay. do you want to um? Cynthia, do you want to tell us the things you liked about the career? Oh yeah, just that see, I don't have strength today. So um if I do six minutes, I cannot rush. I may end up talking five times. So um yeah. Um for some reason the community actually gave me the two thousand vibes, so 
And uh, maybe it's because it looked like my grandmother's village when I went to visit her when I was in primary school. But anyway, I actually like the community. Um, I like their clothing. It was like normal or usual. Um, the shirt and the wrapper or the shirt and the Ankara trouser. Um, I mean, in my head, this thing was shot in 2000. So maybe that's why I didn't have a problem with them speaking English. Just that um, some few things kept drawing me back, like the female lead hair style, but yeah. Then um, I also like that kids were being kids in this movie. And this because a lot of times um, you want to give kids role that they're not supposed to play. I just love that the children... I like the children and the teens at the youth festival. Um, I like the king and his daughter. Um, even when the wife came and, he sh and she showed that the two jealousy, I was like, eh, hey, you are jealous of father and daughter relationship, eh? Um, I enjoyed all the songs and the dance in this movie. Yeah, I forgot to say, I didn't want to watch this movie. Yeah, I forgot to say it. So, um, I think after watching Election Yoruba, sorry, after watching Election Yoruba, I told myself that I'll give um, Yoruba certain movie a break. And if not for this film club, um, I would not have watched this movie. Um, so I'm thankful that I ended up watching this movie because I enjoyed it. Then, um, yeah, sorry for the break. Then um, the characterization. Um, so I like um, Sumi's characterization. It's worked for me. I mean, the best friend who gets um, is get his friend's story and he likes the babe. Like, I remember when um, Lakule told him to tell Tiwa something at the river. And he went there, he didn't complete the gist. And I was like, you big head, will you, can you talk? Like, so his character worked for me because I disliked him. <laughs> I disliked that he was liking his friend's um, girlfriend and he was not giving her the full gist. And when he started saying only a famous person can handle a famous person, I was angry. I just wanted him to lock this guy up. Then, um, I'm assuming everybody must have said it, Latif was phenomenal in playing his role lankily. I was happy that um, it was not doing an IG comedic role. Um, I believed it was very, in fact, I believe he was shy um, right from when he and his father visited Tiwa's parents. <sighs> what he was doing, I was like, yeah, this guy was shy. And he was so consistent in playing this role, in playing this role and um, it slowly developed the confidence. So I was like, yeah, I was connected to his character. I also liked Tiwa. Like, um, I love Babala Kuli. <laughs> I really, really love um, Lacolet's father. No, that push and everything and the set up, I really, really love him. Um, I liked Bosse, Romoke, like almost, yeah, almost everyone acted well. Like I, yeah, like I really, really love the actors um, in this movie. I'm quite shameless. Um, I enjoy the stories that were told in this movie, especially the Frey Giant story. So um, I know Ota said she has heard the story before. Me, I've not heard the story before. <laughs> so I was curious, like the king's assistant, even the king, because I was lying down when I was watching the movie. So I was like, uh-uh. I stood up and raised my head. I was like, okay, okay. So why is the Frey Giant 
um, still um, running, why didn't he get tired? So yeah, um, they were able to like um, connect me. I mean, this is what they probably wanted, their audience to be able to connect to the movie. And yeah, I was connected. And um, for a movie where um, storytelling is the central thing, theme, I felt like um, the stories they told were really good and um, it's matched up. I liked Tiwa's voice. Um, she was a beautiful singer and them telling her she was a beautiful singer and her voice was beautiful was good because, I mean, I've watched a lot of Nollywood movies where they want to tell me someone is a superstar and you will not believe the person is a superstar. So Tiwa being a singer and the voice was beautiful was, yeah, it just made me connect. Like this little things that were telling us or these little things that we saw and we know that this was um, what this person was doing in this movie just made me connect to the movie. I also like the use of the um, music. Is it music or sound? I don't know. But like um, there were some music like when it's tense, they played that sound or music. I don't know. But I liked it. Then my favorite scene, I've not passed six minutes. Wow. My favorite scenes were when um, Lakune went to... What? 30 seconds left. Oh, okay, sorry. I have three more things. So let me just be cool. My favorite scenes were when Lakune... Mel, please, now. My favorite scene was when Lakune went to Tiwa's house uh, to give her clothes. Like, the awkwardness. I was, I was really, really laughing. Then over when um, Baba Lakune, my favorite character, steps Lakune at Tiwa in the house. And Tiwa was like, go on, I don't buy it. And he was like, I, 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 I like you and I've always liked you. Oh my God. I was laughing and I was still smiling because I'm a sucker for love. Then finally, I I enjoyed both of them singing together. I'm like, my heart was just going and going. And I think I even joined them in the second verse of the song because, I mean, who does not like love? Okay, yes, yeah, so that's it. Thank uh, you, Cynthia. <laughs> Yeah, all soft in film clubs, yeah. Yeah, I do like um when people bring specific moments. I think that that seems to uh do a little hit a little home more. But yeah, thanks, Cynthia. Uh, T, do you want to go um tell us the things you liked about the career? Yeah. Hi, everyone. Um, can you hear me clearly? Yeah, we can hear you. Oh, okay. Um, I. I had seen this movie before, um, I had I about this movie, in fact, I had reserved it before it came out, but I wasn't sure I was going to watch it, but when I realized that we were going to be discussing it today, I, I said, I was like, you know what, let me just watch it, let's just be, let me just be like that. Um, I like the lead actor in this movie, he's, he's literally one of my favorite actors, he is a very good actor, so I knew that, I, I did I, my, um, I didn't want a situation whereby he had to carry a movie that was a terrible movie. You understand? But the more I got into the movie, the more I realized that everyone in the movie actually played their roles very, very well. And no one was carrying anyone. I liked the play aspect setting of the movie. So it felt like a play, a stage play. And the, also the fact that you couldn't define what era the movie was shot in. Just know that it was early post-colonialism. You understand? Between the 60s and the 80s. Anywhere between that time. Well, 60s, 70s, because there were no cars. Um, I like the authenticity, authenticity of what's there about, about my language. 
of each scene. And to be honest, I think this movie is about two friends. Um, who we really are as a person. When one got fame, he showed his real, co- his true colors. You understand? Because when everyone's poor, there's, there's someone there's a saying that, that, that goes on, there's no, when everyone's poor, everyone's happy. But once money comes into the situation, you will actually get to see the real characters of certain people. And that's what happened with his friend. And he, all of a sudden, got ahead of himself, thinking that he was the one that made himself who he was. Forgetting where the actual story the actual story came from, you understand, and to the extent that he actually wanted to even take, he wanted to almost take, wanted to take, take everything from Lakule, even his own woman, and that also speaks ill, also defines of our parents, that when sometimes um, they they can be bad judge of characters, because there's always this thing that your parents know better or know best, or sometimes they don't actually know know anything to be honest. Because they thought that his friend was a better character than Lakula himself. And if not for um, um, the woman, she being the true source of um, such, um, judge of character, she would have been swept uh, swept away by the facade of wealth and um, his fake character. Um Everything that's not literally that it was. I smiled throughout the entire movie. I liked how awkward their love story was, um, especially when she came to visit him. So, yeah, so there's a saying sometimes that we guys think that not us they pursue women, but if a woman likes you, that she they pursue you. You understand? So, and I liked how evident that was in this movie because regardless of what everyone was thinking and saying about this other guy, she knew who she liked and she pursued him relentlessly. And that was very, very good. Thank you. Thank you, T. Go on now. You're a host. Gonna, oh, sorry. I'm just going to say, yeah. Um, T and Elizabeth have said they like the vagueness of the time period. Mm. I think stressed me out. <laughs> yeah. But... <laughs> I think we had that discussion between ourselves where I was like, I actually enjoy... Because I, I just see it as, as a type, uh, almost like, Almost kind of like Game of Thrones. We don't ask what time Game of Thrones was set in. It's just, it's just a time. A yeah, that's what I see this as. It's like it's I see it as just like a type of fantasy. Anyway, um, anyway. Who, who are you picking next? Um, uh, Mel's next. Mel, can you tell us what you liked? Oh wait, one second. Are you can your hands up? Why is your hand up? What? what oh, you... sorry. <laughs> Until we move on to the next stage, <laughs> Mel, please tell us what you liked about the Greer. <laughs> Hi, Mrs. Nini. Nice to see you on the, oh. at the driver's seat. Anyway, um, I like the premise. Um, I like oh. the vagueness of the time period. Um, oh, um, but I like the time period. The way that I viewed it is um, there's, there's a little bit of modernity as well. And I think that I saw that with the costuming. Um, some of the blouses the babes were wearing were felt super modern. Um, and so I viewed it as a sort of time capsule where outside of this really little community, like the world is moving on and, and they're using, I don't know, Elon Musk is mosking, like the world is happening. And then just here in this small community, it feels like we've been able to sort of trap time. I don't know. I just liked just the how whimsical that um, interpretation felt to me. 
Um, so I like the I like the I like the point of it. I like the premise of it. Um, storytelling is such a central part of um our history. Um, it doesn't feel like it these days, but it really truly is. Um, Tales by Moonlight. We grew up on Tales by Moonlight, and our 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 at least the anti-issue, and our parents grew up on on the 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 one that happened at the square. Like it's such an intrinsic part of being Nigerian, and for many cultures, it's such an intrinsic part as well. I think that Yoruba, for instance, is a very oral um culture. Um, so like I love how this is a thing that is the point of the movie um what else did i like i liked bosse i think that's her name the younger sister i thought i thought she was she really captured being the last baby oh my god she was so annoying she did it perfectly her body language i thought came across really well um i personally thought she was my standout um i just really every time i saw her on screen even when she didn't have a lot of lines, she was she was doing what she was giving what needed to be gave. Um, so I enjoyed her. Um, something I really really liked um, oh so much is the story that um, Sonny tells the king um, when the king is super sick, um, and it's a story about not outrunning time. I thought it was just well thought out to put that story there because this is the story that the king hears and this is sort of what guides him back to health and and the way that I interpret it the point of the story is you can't outrun time um, and maybe the king was sick and feeling anxious about what comes next for him but but this story reminds him that you just make the best um, you, you make the best with whatever you have i don't know the way i don't know i just interpreted it as like just this just invigorating him to want to live as long as he can and just being okay if if the end came um so i like that that is what they tell him when everybody thinks he's a gunner um and i like that this is what he listens to the story and he he there's a there's a brief pause where like he's thinking about it like it really he really sticks with it. Um, uh, I think I might have run out. I haven't thought about this as long as I should have. Um, but those are the likes that come off the top of my head right now. Awesome. Thank you, Mel. Oh, so she's telling me to announce it. No, them. Thanks, Mel. Um, again, yes, the younger sister loved her. I've said it before, but she was irritated all the time. I thought it was brilliant. Um, we have Fida next. Fida, I was a little worried when I didn't see you 20 minutes in. I thought you wouldn't show, so I'm really happy. Uh, <laughs> I was running late. Thanks for looking for me, though. <laughs> so what did you like about the grill? Okay, please time me because I really wrote a lot. Thank you. Um, <laughs> okay, thanks. I liked Latifa Didimiji. I've always mentioned how I like him a lot. And I think I prefer him in calmer roles. I liked how he used body language to show his character. He was very convincing with that. The way he used his hands to fidget, even his expressions and hesitancy when speaking. One of my favorite scenes was the scene in which Tiwa's overdramatic mother... <clears throat> Tiwa's of a dramatic mother goes to Lakunle's house to cause trouble and takes Tiwa away. The face Lakunle made as he stared at his father was something, was something because they allowed a beautiful exchange to occur. I found that beautiful because 
um, first of all, the face, then his father telling him softly not to cry. And it was a scene that made me know that I liked the way their relationship was displayed. It showed one of love and ease between father and son, but most importantly, understanding. There was no forcing of Lakme to be what he wasn't. I love Lakune's dad, great character and so supportive of his son. Loved him in the emo fair. Loved him even more now. I especially liked the scene where he made sure Tiwa waited in the living room while with Lakune too. He came back. I like the actor that plays Somi. He was really good in his narration of stories and even his acting too. He kind of acted and spoke distinctly like someone that had experience with acting on stage. I liked, in fact, loved Goodness Emmanuel. In fact, I thought her name was Goddess because I was transfixed by her completely. Her smile, her acting, her singing, her character. I liked how she saw through, I liked how her character saw through Somi and didn't fall for his antics, even opting to speak up for Lakunle when it came to Somi's manipulation. I like seeing Tiwa and Lakune's relationship develop, watching her have patience to navigate his timid nature, which enabled her to know he actually had feelings for her, despite Somi's antics. I liked what I saw with their relationship, the understanding, the ability for Lakune to go comfortable around her, the scene of them singing together, somewhat matching in outfits. I liked the song they sang, her teaching him how to tell stories confidently, and how she made it clear she didn't like Somi and didn't fall for any of his tricks. I also like the idea of them being a couple that, sto- that told stories and sang together. It seems super fun. I love the two friends of Somi. You know, there are always these two random characters in a play or in a movie that are just funny. And I like them. They were very good. I liked how Somi's character was shown through the dialogue, him wanting fame and him also being arrogant and selfish. I also liked how they used Somi and Lakune's relationship to show a couple of lessons, such as being careful of who you take as a friend, having boundaries and knowing your worth, because some people are very happy when you don't have either, as they can take good advantage of it. And when people are taking from you, they never focus on your well-being. They will only focus on obtaining all that they can, because I found that Somi had goal and audacity for him to try and move to Tiwa, all because of his own plans for fame, for a gift he didn't even have it just confirmed that lesson that i've always known i loved bosse i loved her she, i connected to her i loved everything about her acting gorgeous girl as well i loved the relationship between the cabbie and his chief they had chemistry and once again an understanding of each other i liked the scene when the two of them were taking a walk and the cabbie had so many people greeting him along the way I like the scenes of the Masquerade Festival and the scenes of people weaving baskets and doing other distinct activities. I really like the scene of the fisherman walking through the river or the scene of the, and the scene of the woman grinding pepper on stone. I liked how they inserted Yoruba here and there. It flowed, making the dialogue more interesting. I liked how during the scenes filmed at each character's home, there was always someone in the background doing something like hanging clothes or walking past. It made me feel like the communal space, it was it made me feel like it was a communal space. I love the structure that they use as the houses. I also like the detail of the fading paint on the walls and a lot of the set design. I liked a lot of the costuming. Lastly, I loved one of the final scenes where they all convened at the King's Palace. It gave that um, it gave the film the feeling of a stage play on film, and I really liked it. Thank you. Good for time. Thank you, Fida. That was great timing. Barely four minutes. (laughs) So well done. Um, all right. Uh, for anyone who doesn't want to speak but wants to share their thoughts, you can respond to the space or tweet hashtag Nollywood Film Club, and we can read your tweets. Also, you can rate the Greer on Nolly Data. It is on the space. <laughs> it's pinned on the space. It is pinned on the space. That's well done. You're doing a good job. Thank you, Mister C. Okay, so up next we have uh, she who remains. Hello. 
Hi. About the grief? Yes. Hi. Um, I just have a couple of things that um, I, I'm only going to just say the things that haven't been said. I agree with a lot of what has been said. Um, two things that I really like. I I enjoyed the King's character. It felt like they didn't. I feel like a, I mean, maybe it's because of some of the similar, you know, some of the similar movies that we've seen lately. The, the one with the thief. Anyway. Um, but like this, it was not all about this king, right? Like he was an important character and part of this, but it didn't overly center royalty, uh, which I really liked. The other thing that I liked in the storytelling of this is, um, I don't know, I'm I'm just going to call it like something that a lot of movies do, which is like this immaculate conception kind of thing, right? Where you spend half the movie telling us someone is shy and then all of a sudden, this girl interacts with him, and now he is confident and swagtastic, and all of these things. I like that they didn't go that line, right? Like that route, right? Like on screen, we see, you know, like him. He's working on it, and he's eventually able to like tell the story in front of all these people. But I, I appreciate the like choice not to show him telling that final story. Like we just know that he's awkward, and then he gets there and he tells the story, and now it's done. And I wonder if other people liked or didn't like that. But I just thought it was a really neat way of showing because then you don't have this on screen. Because obviously the actor can do it because he's not actually shy. But you don't have this just miraculous transformation. Um, the other, the last sort of story thing that I liked was um, about Lacroix's character, how content he was. You know, like he didn't go ape shit on his friend until. His friend tried to take something he had. It's sort of this like, look, you get to have all these things. I'm fine with just feeding you stories, making my show okay, and loving the girl that I love, right? Like, and it's when he threatened that one part of it that that he and his friend, you know, sort of had this um things went went haywire. I like that because I think that, you know, again, there's a lot of different ways you can take take that storyline. Like he he could have started getting jealous about his friend having all these things, but he's like, look, I'm content in my life. I just want to, you know, do my job, whatever, get the girl and 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 only when you threaten those things is there a problem. So those are some of the the things I really liked that stood out to me in how the story was told. But overall big fan of the movie. That's it. Thank you. Yeah, I I do like that. It was just he just told the stories, right? And he just told stories to his mate. He had his own thing going. He wasn't fussed about the fame or anything. It was when Homeboy tried to take his girl that you know, and he realized Homeboy was actively trying to take his girl. That's when there was a problem. So I like that direction that the story took. Um, Paraventure. I feel like it's long time no see. No speak. Long uh, time no yeah. speak. Yeah. On this end. So, but, but we, actually, no, we had him last time and hey, he came right at the end. Right at the end. Okay. Right All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Yeah, I was there last week, though. <laughs> Not too long. Um, <laughs> but I think I, I agree with most of what everyone has said. It, it really is very, a very neat, simple story told largely very well. I like the pacing. The pacing for, let's say, up to the 95th or the 95th percentile minute, however you want to call it, um, was actually very confident. It wasn't rushed for the most part. Um, And then when you juxtapose it, which is why I actually wanted to talk, (laughs) when you juxtapose it with what we saw last week, 
the manipulative, cynical touch that we saw that we discussed last week. It, it just and I remember last week when I said, you know, the kind of stories we tell just needs to evolve a bit. Last week was just aping things that went, you know, natural, and it showed. This week was very. It was just with, you know, you could tell someone was writing a story that was within them. It was inspired. And, you, I, I mean, I don't want to go on about AU. And I also don't want to go on about AMOF. I know a lot of people like AMOF. I thought that was just a bit too leak. Um, that one wore its act history a bit too much on its sleeves. This one wasn't fast. It was very simple. You could almost tell it was someone having fun. I'll just write this. The language, especially as well, was quite good insofar as it's, I mean, it's not as good as, say, how Chino Achebe used to be able to evoke Igbo-ness, even while writing English. Um, you could you could create this Igbo atmosphere, even when he's talking, when he's writing pure English. You could almost get a sense of Yorubaness, if you like, in this film, I thought, um, even though the English was very conk in, in places. It just never strayed away from this is a Yoruba-ish film. I like that a lot as well. So, I, I mean, most people have said many of the good things about it. Um, I really liked it. And hopefully it will be a lesson to our American, you know, people that seem to be so influenced by Hollywood that they can't just imbibe or... Ex- ex- exhibit some kind of Africanness, even when I mean, just to compare some of the films I'm talking about. Um, so you talk about, I remember I spoke about Who's the Boss, the Inglot film. Um, and even when they spoke pigeon in many parts, you just never, sh- it just never could shed that this was an American film in Nigerian, in, in Nigerian um, garments. This film, on the other hand, speaks English all through, but it still felt very Nigerian. And, you know, it's to its very great credit that it does that. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, okay. I think we've, I think we've heard from all our speakers today. Hey, do you want to give Oyinka a, a, a Oh yeah, Oyinka, do you want to you know, tell us why your hand's up? Um. Faida, thank you again for speaking for me. I love, like, everything she said was amazing. <laughs> so there was no need for me to talk anymore, you know? All right, great. Thank you. Vanessa, hands up. What's up? Sorry, I just felt like it would be out of character. I'm usually someone to speak on people's beauty. And I didn't speak on anybody's beauty in my life, so I feel a little like... I'm speak right. on beauty. Speak on beauty. Thank you. Goodness. <laughs> Goddess. <laughs> I, I see women. Ah, no, 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 no. Women, <laughs> black women, African Nigerian women were fine. That's ah, right. I was just looking at goodness. I was like, how be just a beautiful girl, more Rebi Costa. My skin is just glowing. <laughs> Another beauty I must comment upon. As annoying as Sami was, Sami is a fine man, no. Uh-uh. When he showed up on the screen, I'm like, have a if what a wonderful young man. Very nice looking. I'm sorry. We like seeing good things on screen. See, the way the camera was just on Sami's face. Uh-uh. Even when he, wear, when he wore those his new clothes after being the, uh, called the chief by the... Uh-uh. When he wears the clothes just stood on his body. 
<laughs> beautiful man. In fact, if not because he's an annoying person, he and uh, Tiwa, they do go together. Oh. Look, two beautiful people. Have a gorgeous. I'm sorry, I just needed to do this because I kept thinking about I'm like, Sobi is a fine man. Character outside. Come on. You've killed me. I'm sorry. It's the way we all said a Kiloruko Sufi boy. What's that his foolish name? No, 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 no. Beautiful people. Goodness. Like Fida said, goddess. Gorgeous. Just that. Thank you, Vanessa. All right, Mr. C, do you want to go first and tell us your life? Oh, me? Yes, the Grace. Me. Oh, my goodness. It's so nice. Start the timer. Uh, okay. Wow. So you're going to time me? That's right. Okay. All right. Um, <clears throat> all right. So I agree with what a lot of people have said uh, about, um, about uh, you know, Latif's performance. No need to go over it. He's He's pretty great. But as nobody has given goodness, have flowers, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. I thought Tiwa was really good. Um, I thought um, there was... Uh, uh, is It's such an integral character that a lot of these things, if you don't buy that, this is a woman, what's good? Like sometimes, you know, you see these things and you're like, why? Yeah. Why? What is in this person that you are mm. killing yourself for? And um, Tiwa's, Tiwa is both, you know, actually, but like she's this person with a beautiful voice and looks like I'm, no need. Vanessa has already um, done the best, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, description of of her that we, than I can ever do. But um, her character was great. Um, uh, the performance was also great. Like there were moments where she had to be. Um, loving. There were moments where she had to be a little bit coy. There were moments where she was a little bit aggressive, and all of them had mm-hmm. a nice through. Um, I believe it was the same person who was going through all of these emotions, mm-hmm. right? It didn't. It didn't just like flick on like a switch. Um, um, first off, uh, I just need to address Paraventure. How dare you <laughs> talk about the only perfect movie? Oh my god! <laughs> all right, okay, that's done. Mm-hmm. But. Speaking of Emofe, nice to see the Emofe crew do a return. Back uh, again. Emo, Emo, Emo from Emofe, Rita from Emofe, Toyin from Emofe, and also Goodness from Emofe. Obviously, obviously they brought some of those juices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, I'm joking. All right, but yes, it's it's um the actors, the actors, it's like a lit, it's like a you know ensemble of great actors, and those those um the drunks. Uh, that that uh, where <laughs> my fellow drunk, <laughs> my fellow drunk. <laughs> no, uh, there there are actually some really funny lines in this. Um, the boat, the 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 people at the I'm gonna go with Bami shop, but it's not that. But whatever, the people and and, I, and his friends. I can't remember what's his name. I forgot his name. Sumi. Sumi, yes. Uh, some but uh, some his close friends who abandoned him <laughs> in, in his time of need. Um, I, but I thought those guys were really funny. I thought they were, they were funny, they were, and in a way that wasn't. Was like, yes, um, the <laughs> there are a lot of uh, things that I took away from this that I think is just enjoyable. Um, I even think 
even with its simplicity, I think there were some. It made a couple of bold choices. I thought uh, introducing us with Sumi as like your villain, as the as as the first like person, the person you see was a bold. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a was a bold choice because it's easy to uh, empathize with the first person you see on screen, but like w- the way it worked with with this is that at least made you see a side to Sumi first, and then you watch your emotions change when you learn that he's a rotten bastard. <laughs> uh, that is not even what the creativity that uh, we've been seeing. Um, also, because a lot of people have been doing it, I said I would do my own shading other films. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, no. I thought um, Sumi was a better Cyro than Cyro. All right. Sure. I think... I yeah. think uh, in a in a time where you want to show somebody who was flying too close to the sun, like mm-hmm. believing your own bullshit, a little or, or like feeding into your own thing a little mm-hmm. too much, um, where you know, like they showed him, they showed him, um, you know, sort of he, he because Latif has been timid all his life. Like, mm-hmm. oh, what's he gonna do? He's timid, you know, like I'm the one with the, the swag yeah. and the everything. And they showed him like they showed him a womanizer. The first thing, one of the first things he does after he does the storytelling is he goes and he takes two women just because his greed is is there. Yeah. And he's the one making the action. It ain't just happening to him, he's taking the actions. So that later on, when he becomes more greedy and starts doing more things, I'm not surprised. It's not out of nowhere. It's been it's been very much uh, 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 foreshadowed and set up nicely from the beginning. Um, so yes, I liked all those things um, in 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 it, and uh, yeah, I think that's about that's about it. Oh, one more thing, uh, reminiscent of old Nollywood, I thought in a good way. Uh, there's sometimes like you know when when if you watch old Nollywood, whenever we have like an event burials birthdays <laughs> will actually show you a huge chunk of the celebration because we'll do the celebrations yeah. we'll do the events right and especially if it's not something quite novel like i don't know um just some house party right where you need to show everybody dancing and all of that right we, we don't need we don't need two minutes of the, excuse me we don't need two minutes of that but the, both of the festivals that they show in this I was so happy to see all of it and the time and they took in making sure that it was a festival and it felt like it because like it's introducing you to um, a world with its own rules and uh, and all of that. So yes, um, the I liked the way it introduced it, you to the world. I thought that it did that uh, well. Thank you. Great. Thank you, Mr. C. I don't really have much to follow. Um, but yes, there were a lot of things I really enjoyed about the Grio. Um, like Mr. C said, I thought his friends were really funny. Um, they had so many banger lines, honestly. So many lines were bangers. Um, but I can't remember a lot of them. Uh, but when she came back home from her mom, um, when she came back home from seeing um, Lakonli's character, and from seeing Lakonli and her mom was ready to go into her, right? And she's there still following up with, yes, I went to see uh, Romoke. It's like, no, you're in for it now. And it was just like really nice ways of showing stuff, right? That you could really get into, which I thought were great. Um, I really liked uh, the characterizations. Um, Lakonli's 
shyness. I remember telling Mr. C because Mr. C pointed out that, oh, he couldn't look at this girl yesterday, right? And we're, we're showing them teasing or showing him teasing her that her head is too big and heavy for his hand. I was like, yeah, but that's the thing with shyness, right? Is if you get comfortable, then you're comfortable. But because I had a I had a friend who was a vibe in girls hostel and outside would put a hand her hand next to her face to walk past the group. She was that painfully shy outside. So, um, Lakumi's character's shyness made all of the sense. Um, Latif, great, great actor. Um. And I think he's so good, which is, again, what everyone has said. It really annoys me when they make him play characters like the one he played in Progressive Taylor's Club. Pisses me off because he has so much talent and we should be channeling it in places like this. Um, Tiwa, great. I really bought that she was into him. It was the way she'd smile at him, you know, give him a bit of extra attention. It was like, yes, I can buy that. You know, she's into him. I think it was T that mentioned, like, you know, her chasing him is like she was chasing him without chasing him because of the traditional setting. She can't go, hey, I like you. What's up? It's giving him chances and chances and openings and opportunities, which I thought was great. Um, Summer's uh, characterization as well. Brilliant. Two things that were kind of brilliant that he did, right? Um, giving her half message, right, by the water when he met her so when his friend asked her did he give you my message of course he did (laughs) he told her this guy said he was sorry he came to the festival and he could honestly say oh it was the king that suggested tiwa as a wife to me i didn't ask the king for tiwa specifically brilliant it shows that he's he's a scheming person it was in you Mm. know in line with his characterization as a schemer uh relationship between lakuni and his father i thought was great um uh Toyo Shinaike, I love, love, love him. He's one of my favorites. And honestly, I've seen him in every role I've seen him in recently has had well its own character, right? I'm not seeing the same person just doing the same thing. He really just interprets it and I thought that was great. Um I thought it was nice to see that father-son relationship. We've had a few films like I'm gonna name drop another one like everybody has been doing. Collision course, the father and son. It felt like they barely knew each other right and this one we have a father and son relationship where they had a relationship and it was i kept shouting this is your wingman stop asking and uh, me to help you speak to this girl your father is ready he will do it for you and like his father was wingmaning him his father was great and you know always giving him the looks and that's the way he spoke to him and you could see that he was so proud of him as well like despite him having this thing that everyone thought was a flaw he just you know he was just always so super proud of him which was really great to see it was really nice to see um yeah so i really enjoyed a lot of the characters i thought it was great uh despite me saying the vagueness of the time period stressed me out i did like uh, a lot of the costume um i loved the makeup the the eye pen the thin eye pencil drawn straight across and down i thought that was great yellow eyeshadow um i really enjoyed all of that it gave it gave good village vibes um but yeah, I really, really liked the love story. I thought it was so cute. I'm like, by the time they fall in love and they're singing to each other and that, I'm like, okay, I'm done with this movie now, right? Let's not. Why am I seeing an extra hour? You people want to scatter this relationship. I don't like it. End it now. Let's move on. <laughs> so I did really enjoy the the romance, the falling in love. I thought it was so cute. Um, I think Mr. C mentioned um, Tiwa moving between different characterizations. Like she's 
you know, she's running from her mother, scared of her mom, right? She's showing some backbone. She's meek, but she's in love and she's showing some strength when Sumi's character, you know, meets them from the for the first time. She's the one that's giving him attitude, like, you know, get out of here. So I thought that was great as well. But yeah, I, there are a lot of things I really enjoyed about this movie. Oh yeah, it, it felt like, I think you guys have mentioned stage play. For me, it felt more tales like Tales by Moonlight, but in a good way. It's like my grandma telling me a story. It was, you know, it's like, yeah, once upon a time, this happened and this happened. And it really felt like that. Like I was sitting down to listen to someone tell me a story, which sounds like a weird good because every film is supposed to be telling you a story. But yeah, if you've ever sat down and listened to someone tell you a once upon a time story, this is exactly how it felt like. So, yeah. All right. Well done. Okay, so we cross over to the bad. But before that, before that, we can tell them about uh, what they want, what they want to if they want to have their voices heard, but but they don't want to speak. So if you're feeling a little lacunate this evening and you don't want to speak on spaces, you can respond to the space or tweet your thoughts with hashtag Nollywood Film Club or DM us if you fancy, and we will read your tweets out to you. But we will not steal your woman, we promise. Um, to start us off with the bad, I'm going to go first and steal what everybody needs to say. But in my, I'm what? starting off with the bad now, and I'm moving to the bad. Yeah, but why are you starting off? I'm starting one small thing, I'm not a guilting. Okay, it's not really taking off with the bad. I'm just saying that I'm so glad that the film ended. Um, you know, where Tiwa's parents were apologizing to Lakunle. That was such a beautiful ending. It was great. Wow. <laughs> okay, this is, you see, this is why, this is why, this, was... this is why you don't host. You don't take the sweet things from the. I don't uh, take blessings. Blessings. <laughs> I don't say it. Right. I don't say it. Okay. okay, all right. Who are you giving to start? Okay, we'll start with who started us off, innit? Vanessa. Hi. I, I, like, I, like, I like when you host. I really do. I'm sorry, because it doesn't matter if I start first. Mr. C never lets me start the bad first. And I'm like, <laughs> why? Mr. I like, C I like this. This, we, this should happen more often. We like when Mr. C hosts. Mr. C, shush. Um, my bads. I'm going to segue off of Mrs. C. Mm-hmm. I, I, just, I feel very personally offended that, that the last 10, 15 minutes of the film happened. Honestly, I wish somebody had warned me before so that I will end the film where my heart would be happy. I've said this multiple times. It's one of the reasons why I avoid scary movies, unnecessarily sad tragedies. I don't like hard things. This life is hard. I like soft things. I like things that make me happy. And this film was making me happy. And then all of a sudden, you just come from nowhere and you use guillotine and chop off my happiness. It's not fair. I genuinely take it very personally. I was having a good time seeing people fall in love and enjoy their love and seeing Tiwa stand up for her man and her man stand up for himself in front of the king. I was like, I'm so, honestly, I just felt like everyone has said this film felt like a Tales by Moonlight telling. And like when Mrs. C said once upon a time, I said time, time. And once upon a time story, it do end happily ever after. That is that once upon this is not, not Romeo and Juliet. We don't, we don't keep people in once upon a time. We have happily ever after. How do you now once upon a time and they don't happily ever after? 
it just felt like I'm sorry, it just it just felt like a disconnect. A happy a once a tales by moonlight. There's lesson when people have finished learning the lesson. The good people, good things happen to the good people. Nobody is dying unnecessary death. Genuinely, I was I was honestly I was I was I was heated. I was very heated when I when I watched that ending. And my other dislike, and this is has nothing, this is no indictment on the actor who plays Somi. Like I said, he's a beautiful man. Very gorgeous. Is he single? Do you know if he's married? But um <laughs> I think he's such a I, I don't know, this is me assuming. I, I think Elizabeth has said he's a stage player, stage actor. And I think it was a bit obvious. Um he was not the most comfortable um doing um what's the word film work like all these the other actors obviously are like film actors and they just felt more comfortable i don't know it just it was inconsistent it wasn't a bad performance but he had highs and lows so it's not like it's a bad bad per se but it was just inconsistent and sometimes his performance threw me off but it's not a bad that's i would be bad bad it's just, it was an inconsistent performance. Um, what else was it bad that I didn't like? I know everybody's saying, ah, time, no time period made you feel, oh, this is a word separate unto itself. Honestly, time period was stressing me out. I'm so sorry. I do like having, but this is a personal thing. I do like having precise timing. In, in, honestly, it just helps me. I don't know, it just helps me feel like I'm a much more stronger part of this world. <laughs> because why is your buba the way your buba is if this is a Ayatijo story? Or are you a modern day auntie? And even the music that they did sing, right? The song that they sang. I was wondering, hold on, yo. What's this song? What time period are they singing this song in? She get me, Ben. I was like, ah. I, it, it really stressed me out. Too. So everybody that I say, ah, time period, vagueness. They like vagueness. Me, I don't like vagueness. I like pr precision. I like precision. I, I prefer I prefer when I can tell. It's like, we remember when we were watching a Man of God? Everybody was complaining, but what time period is this? I just, granted, that had a lot more issues because they tried to definitely tell us this was in the past, but they didn't tell us when in the past. This obviously didn't do that, which is where I guess it can be a positive for others because it didn't tell you, okay, time wasn't a construct in this. But I, on a personal note, it just affected my enjoyment of the story. Um, I know people say, I don't have an issue with the fact that it was mainly spoken in English. However, I don't know, I feel like I would rather the stories had been told in Yoruba. Like, cause there were there were sprinkles of Yoruba in this, and like a number of the characters were speaking Yoruba here and there. I don't mind that English was the main language for this. Honestly, I don't care, cause a number of our stories, even back in days, have been told in Yoruba. Stage plays have been performed in English. I mean, so this wasn't a problem. I just feel like I would I would have enjoyed. I don't know. You know how when Yoruba people tell stories, there's a certain there's a certain life. That the that the language gives these stories. There are certain, I don't know. There are certain things, and it also affects the way we tell stories with our bodies, right? Because Yoruba people are very evocative, emotive. We we talk with our bodies, right? And I just feel like storytelling 
you know how they Tommy was portrayed to be and was purported to be this master storyteller. And a huge part of being a master storyteller is also in you know, you know the body language, the movement with which they tell these stories. And I just I just feel like telling those stories in Yoruba would have made it just come alive more. But that's a personal thing. Honestly, I don't have a lot of bads. I really enjoy the only that I ended. <laughs> I know Nollywood have a problem with all that. At and that last couple minutes, everybody, if you are gonna watch the grill. Don't watch the last ten, <laughs> 10 minutes. Just stop. Honestly, just stop where it's happy so that you will sleep well. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Vanessa. I mean, uh, yeah, I was just going to say six minutes on the dot. Yeah, well done. Six minutes on the dot. Thank you. Accurate timekeeper. Sorry, who's going? Uh, no, I was going to say, we, we had the warning for the ending. I think we've seen people tweet that or tweet complain about the ending. So I was like, I was thinking, but I couldn't do it, right? Because film club, I couldn't just stop about six minutes to the end. So I was just preparing myself. I'm like, all right, okay, what are we going to do now? So I was ready. And I ended this where I wanted it to end in my mind. Um, so. Um, you- yeah, just before you want to go, a task can go after me. Um, um, I... That ending for me and like Vanessa mentioned it being soft, which I'm sure she is. Who am I to speak on of your of your heart and your marshmallowness? Uh, but uh, I'm I'm a guy who doesn't mind sad sad things from time to time. I just don't feel it was earned. It just felt tacked on. That was my issue with it. Is that it felt like it wanted a sad ending because like if you just remember like. There's the point where a lot of people want to end it, you know, where... So from that point where, like, he says the thing about, hey, you know, tells the story. Mm-hmm. Then they bring him back, which <laughs> banish him. It's like, my guy was on my way out. <laughs> banish me out. So, like, they call you into their house to kick you out of the house. Anyway, but... um, And three months, just three months later, he's been stewing... You know, I guess he's been stewing over it, and then you know, it it just happens. The things just happens, and there's just it's just no care or any the care that it had in setting up everything else from yeah. the in the film is just that's not in the last fifteen minutes. It's just I gotta kill you now because I think I guess it will have some more emotional impact. That's my problem with it. Yeah. That it does not feel earned. And despite his dodginess. I didn't get that he was going to kill. I could. I, mean, I, I, could, I feel like he could d- grow yes. to that yeah, but, eventually. Yes, that's, that's didn't but it didn't. Yeah, he. Well, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't actually kill. It was accidental. Accidental. Yeah. yeah. But what was the plan? Yeah, but that 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 feels cheap as well. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, so Otas, tell us what you didn't like about the Grio. Um. Sure. Uh, but before I do that, I think that every time I hear pushback about time periods, it's always so funny, especially when the time period doesn't add anything to the story. It's like, I don't know why people insist on it, but that is my little segue. Um, like you are going to hear today a lot and you've already heard the end sucks. I don't feel like I need to expand much more on that point. Um, I for me, the best part of a movie is a story. As long as the story and the plot makes sense, I'm happy to excuse the rest of it. 
And it feels like they spend all this time building this world and building the story and building these characters and building their motivations. And they just throw that end in there in a way that is so careless. It ruins for me the story almost completely. Um, and it does it in such a way that I know I will never be able to watch that movie again. Just like I still, I know that I can't ever watch Game of Thrones again, even though season one to whatever is great. Um, and season eight is just whatever. Um, and then Somi's character is inconsistent, in part because of the end. Um, he's established throughout the story. Yes, he's otherwise smart and calculated. Um, his ruthlessness, not well, ruthlessness, his selfishness and over-ambition is very well laid out and foreshadowed through the story. But he just, at some point, starts to come off really stupid. It just feels really obvious to everyone watching that there's just no way he's he believes that he can get the girl and the story. Like, it's just impossible. And he just never seems to pivot from that point. Um, which made him seem a lot less smart than he had been portrayed throughout the story. Um, while, yes, he is womanizing and all of that fun stuff, it, settling down just didn't seem like something that was such a big goal for him enough to want to throw away the whole life that he had built. Even after the king decreed it, it was still very clear that his friend was not going to give her up. I don't know why we went down that part. Um, so again, to Somi, there's a part of the story where it seems like he's almost out of the village where he's like trying to tell the guy coming in from a neighboring village the way to the square. And he seems like he's escaping and is almost out. And then they just randomly find him and bring him back to the square. So he gets that little come up hands and is banished and whatever else. It felt forced. However, I didn't mind it as much. However, at the end, when they have that story where he then murders someone uh, for a story that cares that much about come up and everybody getting their dues in that manner where he just murders someone and that's the end of the story. It just, it, it's just dumb because it seemed like they, it was more important to them to address, address the story stealing um, and the deceit than the murder that has now happened at the end, which is obviously more intriguing because you have to explain how we get to this point. But um, all of my problems, most of my problems really start at the end and work their way back up. Okay, thanks, Otas. You want to talk about timing? I did want to talk about timing. I just want to say also, Mr. C refused to time you at the start because he's like, oh, well... Never time will task. <laughs> not, yeah, she doesn't use her six minutes. Anyway, I think I was going to say about the time period, right? I know the time period doesn't really add to the story, but there are bits in there that distract someone like me, and which I think are part of the things that would dis- dis- distract Vanessa as well. Hmm. Is One thing was the outfits, right? The costume. The costume timing felt so inconsistent because I'm seeing them wear these... Inconsistent with what? With each other. Okay. Right. Right. The costumes times were clashing with each other. Because mm. they're wearing this um 
Tiwa's tying the booba. Then she's wearing the short dresses with the button down. That's like 2000s. Um, but then I'm seeing someone, I saw someone in the crowd with one lace dress, you know, those Ankara and then lace that, that used to be really popular in um, like, this is the 2010s, late 2008s, and it just seemed really out of place. And it's just that clash was really stressful for some of us. <laughs> and maybe I could relate because that's how I dress. I dress like, <laughs> like my outfits are clashing from different times maybe <laughs> maybe that's it <sighs> what i have to live with um elizabeth please tell us what you didn't like about the green okay i think everybody has talked about the tragedy i honestly i don't even have a problem <laughs> with the with tragedy the tragedy rather because honestly when, when you watch asian cinema they have this thing that they do where they just Pepe the story tragedy, so just go and go and cry. I figured that's what they were going for, right? I mean, since it was a simple story, tragedy is the next tag on. But like what I said, I think it was the the lack of payoff. So I mean, if the story was going to end tragically, yes, I mean it's tragic. We'll cry. Overall, the story is about Somi and Lakunli, and how. Somi is just greedy for whatever Lakunle has. I mean, that's the way I've interpreted it because it is seem as though he was greedy with story because that arrangement worked. But we we saw the foreshadowing when the mother said, keep some gift for Lakunle. It's like, oh, Lakunle has enough. And then we have the girl issue. And then Somi killed the girl. So what now? I think it was that I was I did the first time I didn't watch it. I ended when he held the knife to till I'm like, yeah, to God be the glory, I'm out. But because of this, I'm like, yeah, let me go and continue and finish. And I realized that the payoff is not it wasn't there. At least there are some tragedies that happen. You're like, wow, that's so sad. But well, overall, you just changes the direction of the stories like okay so this story is tragic this is tragedy we'll take it like that but for some it's like so what now exactly is this grill the grill that went ahead and killed people and what so i think that and i think that's what everybody has a problem with because it's not consistent with all the foreshadowing that's been happening. Well, what maybe he had killed and then killed himself and killed Lakunle. If I, if everybody in the entire Wakajai or whatever, if they had died, I'm like, yeah, it's God be the glory. This is a mouth. But it just, the payoff was just not there. And then another thing I didn't like, I mean, the, I'll say the pacing was all right, but at the same time, there were times that I felt like the pace the person could have done better. And I think, again, I talk, I mentioned one of my bad. Though it might seem like it is not necessary to hear Lakonli say that story at the end of the day. But you know why it is necessary? It's because there was a build-up to showing us that Lakonli overcame his shyness. Now, it's a different thing if there was no working towards that overcoming the shyness, overcoming speaking in public to people. But a lot of people, you've built our um, expectations with the multiple, with the montage showing Tiwa, you know, basically luckily studying. We've seen like, we've seen tips of, we've seen 
him try to tell a story when he was selling Swami. So we know that his own style is different. Probably lacks the flair of flamboyance and all the gesticulation, but we want to see how he does it. And then next thing, the show Swami running away how that is next thing people are clapping like yes this story sounds similar to what some i'm like what the heck what stories what why why did i not hear the story by myself why are you telling me sounded like story that some of you still what what is this why did you build my expectation towards this nice last story and then you robbed me of it i think that was if i that does even a bigger injustice for me than the tragedy that they tagged on like that was so unfair we've seen this guy i even said preparing with him at some point but yeah we're robbed of that and then they're like tiny technique not tiny the technical issue and that's why i mentioned part of the like if maybe if they had like a better a bigger budget they would have been able to do you know something better even at scale with the sound here the a little bit of actually was mostly sound um what else um did i not like honestly i really enjoyed this film that i really did not focus on a lot of but yeah i thought i thought yeah one day that her name could be clip though yes i thought she was overacting a lot i don't know if that was what she was told to do and and i know she can do so too because i've seen her in iroko movies and i know she could maybe do better than that but the over over accent so maybe she was good for stereotypical yoruba woman but if but it, it didn't fit in that world because nobody else was acting like that right so she just it's a different thing if if that she was it's a different thing if everybody has been given melodramatic performance like way way before so we know like okay maybe this is chidi asking people to just go over the board but in, at this point, it was that every other person was giving subtle performances, like well-measured performances, and then she just threw her in there like a whirlwind. And it was it was taking out, even though I liked what she was saying, but it was just not consistent with the directing of every other character in there. So she she stood out like a sore thumb. Mm, what else did I not like? I think that's about that for me for now. Yeah, yeah, okay. I did, I did. Maybe it was because it was the first, you know, that story that Sami told the first time. I played it twice because I didn't even get it. And I was, and I, I was like, Sami, this guy is just Bobo Gista. I don't think he's as good <laughs> as he is. But then after that, but apart from that, but after that, every other story told, you know, it came correct. But that first part, I was like, nah, you're very suspect. Thank you, Elizabeth. Um, I, I I think I remember Mr. C going, wait, what were the options again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean in fairness, it's, it's very much in not the quality, by the way, but the the way the story panned out, it's it very much feels like um this tale by Moonlight story, yeah. those kind of folktale stories, which I like, but yes, it just I didn't feel the options like that. I was like I think the options are very fair. Yeah, the, or yeah. distinct. Yeah, they were optional. It just <laughs> didn't feel like it didn't feel like one road would lead you. Usually, one road should lead you down a way that is tempting, but you sh- uh, but, you, but shouldn't you shouldn't do. do. Another road should lead you towards like more peace, but mundane, but like not as exciting as the yeah. first one. Um, usually, um, 
but whatever. Um, the way everybody loved it, I was like, all, all right, I get, I get it. You guys like the story. Move yeah. on. Uh, yeah. Also, I do, I do agree with Elizabeth on feeling a bit robbed of the final story. Mm. Um, yeah, I think especially for all that build up, it's like. I don't know, it's like watching one of those... Uh, what were we watching the other time where they were practicing dodgeball to save their... Dodgeball? Yeah, yeah, it was... Um... Dodgeball? Yes, it was... Do- oh, it's called dodgeball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and it's like, imagine we saw them do all of the practice, right? And then we don't see the dodgeball tournament. <laughs> we just see them getting the trophy. Uh, that would have been quite disappointing. So I, I agree with that. Um, so we have Oyinkan next. Can you tell us what you didn't like about the Grio? Yes, so I agree with everybody. The ending felt the li- I was like, where, where did this tragedy come from? And I kind of want to know when they were writing because the writer was the writer of the screenplay. I'm like, well, you seem to actually be setting up a lot of things, and if you feel you're set up all the time, then how did this come out of nowhere? Um, the only thing I can say, even even Yes, the same thing with Somi's character. I can see that they wanted to do something because in um, it goes to the Baba Ifa and the Baba Ifa tells him that he's been like tapping from a well that is not his own and it doesn't like replace the the what the well with water, you know, and like it's about to basically burn in. Somi realizes like the tragedy somebody can be a tragic figure without killing the girl i don't know why they killed the girl there's still a tragic figure in somi there i don't i don't understand it but like i can get but then you just have him lose everything loses lose is he gets to leave his mother his family we saw him do that we saw him leave the try to leave the town we saw him lose all of that and that could be the tragedy and the story set up for that and i don't understand how somi somi's character is not somebody that would necessarily come back to try to kill his friend i mean he's selfish is all that but like killing the friend that just made um that just became more famous makes no sense it doesn't seem like that type of guy he was already leaving anyway and i don't know maybe he got a note maybe the writer got a note from somebody and wanted to end it in this magical way sometimes you get notes whenever you write screenplays or write you get notes and maybe that's what happened i don't get it i don't know what happened i um, in regards to time, I am of two ways of it. Yes, I love costume. I see costuming with time period and I'm looking up and down and I'm like, that's the time period is a little bit confusing with the costuming and everything. But I'm willing to accept it. I, I feel like it still does the sort of out of time that is sort of like, pre-colonial maybe not maybe straight out of the colonial time maybe kind of still there not pre-colonial kind of around like colonial time or like just post-colonial you know i it still gave a like a, a a semblance of its of it being just in something so i'm i'm willing to accept that um yeah, it's definitely the ending. It's definitely the ending. It's definitely how, like, they sort of messed up Sumi's character. And I feel like, yes, they should have given us, um, they should have shown us 
him telling the story. If they didn't want to show him telling the story, they could just have done the thing where they just like have actors act the story. You get what I'm saying? Have other actors act the story in like the as they did in the first part where they had the man made and stuff like that. If they could have done that and then we could have cut back to um everybody was calling giving um Oh my God, Lakunle, clapping for Lakunle, you know, all that. And just ended it without the girl dying. There was no necessity for the girl dying. You didn't write that, you didn't end that. And in fact, you had already, what you wrote, you already, you already, you already ended it. You already delivered the things that you wrote with the way having him just leave or having him receive and ending and even if you want to show some me afterwards, you can show him like suffering or you can show him apologizing or tr- maybe there's a way to mend the friendship or give that one sort of something of ending the friendship or something like just him learning to speak. There were those two things that I feel like the writer wrote for. The writer did not write for a deck. I feel like that came at, I feel like somebody told him to put that in. Somebody showed I put that in because this writer seems competent. I, if that was supposed to be the ending, it would not follow or lead up to that. That's 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 my something. Or maybe I'm giving too much praise. Or maybe I'm giving. I'm giving. I don't know. No, thanks, Anika. I think Mr. C was just saying that. Yeah, he he thinks it. It sounds like a note, like not where well, the thing was supposed to end. I don't. I don't know. I don't like speculating yeah. on, on things. It did feel tacked on. It was part of what I was saying, where like it didn't feel earned, and it felt like it was. It, it didn't belong to the rest of the film. Yeah. Like it, all the care and other other things that were shown previously, when the. It's possible, like, the story was going great, and I guess the writer was like, oh, I'm out of energy. I've used all my energy on all the good stuff, and let me give it this. I don't know. That sounds so like that's... village people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, who we got next? Creative Fingers. Would you like to tell us what you didn't like about the career? All right. Thank you. Um, the one thing I didn't like about this film is that I didn't dislike anything. So it's crazy because it feels like I'm the only one who understands all the choices of the writer. I felt like the ending was perfect. I felt like if it ended any, any differently, it would have dropped the film, in my opinion, because I felt like the characters didn't change. Even though we think Lacunle became um, confident all of a sudden, I just felt like he was still very reluctant and um, he was even forced, you know, so we would, we would know that... Um, we can agree that Sami would have told the, better, the story better. And I really feel like that's why it was a perfect choice not to show Lakunle telling that story because they would have tried to make sure, make sure rather that he told a good story. But then it would have conflicted because why didn't he do this from the start? Why was he not doing this from the start, right? So they just made us understand that at least there was still potential in the story. And we understand that because... Somi tells Lakunle's story. So the, the, the feeling everybody would feel when listening to um, Somi, they would feel it when listening to Lakunle, but differently because Somi tells it differently and, you know, with all the adjusts and everything. 
and there's some here on the other side didn't change. And I feel like that's what we're missing. He didn't change and it says that he was supposed to acknowledge that the one thing that his muse wanted, which was Lakunle, was Tiwa, and he was supposed to leave that for him. You know, from the beginning, they've been showing that this guy is feeling like he deserves everything, deserves more and more, and even two girls, three girls, right? Even his friends, girls. So now, Tiwa is supposed to be, you know, left, left alone. And then he goes, when the king even gives him the choice to pick anything in the world, it's Tiwa that his friends want for himself. So at the end, then he goes to see a seer because he's looking for a story. And then the seer tells him uh, a parable about coping from a cup and refusing to refill it. And, you know, for me, like I was saying, it symbolizes an artist and a muse, you know. I'm a storyteller, right? And I know that, um, yeah, I tell stories and it comes, I, I get inspired. And my inspiration comes from somewhere. Now, tomorrow, if my story is great and I receive all the praise and all that, I know my, my inspiration is coming from somewhere. I should give back to where it's coming from. You know, and because he didn't understand this, he was covered by the greed. There was no way he could leave them and go and live a happy life because now he has lost his wealth, he has lost his fame, he was put into shame. What do you want him to do? Just go somewhere and live a low life? The Swami we know that wants to like have girls, more than three girls every week. You know, he would, he would definitely be bored, you know. And the fact that he didn't kill that girl um, consciously was perfect. Perfect, because then if he had killed her consciously, would have just, you know, like everybody's saying, just felt very odd. So he wasn't conscious. So even though he was still fighting his greed, but he wasn't conscious. And that was why it was perfect for me. So for me, perfect ending, perfect story. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Creative uh, Fingers. I'm glad. I'm glad you think it was perfect. Um, I do have some. I struggle with, or I don't necessarily agree with calling Lakunle Sonmi's muse, right? Because the script writer is not the actor's muse, right? The writers for a comedian are not his muse. You're performing someone else's work. You're not the muse. Mm. They're not your muse, rather, right? The person who writes for you to perform is not your muse. Your muse is where you draw inspiration from to create. Yeah, yeah. so I don't... And also, just the, the right. point for the, the way it ends, my problem with the way it ends is that, like the other part of the movie, anybody can say, oh, yeah, I get that he went to... I, did, I don't know what the hell he was doing with the knife. I, I don't know what his plan was. I Yeah, I get that he went to do it. Okay, fine. It's fine if it works for you in your head. What I'm saying is that yeah, yeah. the rest of the movie... Rest of the movie let me finish. Right. Just let me finish this part. The rest of the movie does this thing really well where it sets up everybody's motivation very clearly mm -hmm. for you to understand. And it stops after our... Uh, the final... Um, uh, after... Um, Latif does the final story. Yeah. When um, Sumi's uh, uh, plot to go do whatever he... I, I don't know what his plan is. So now, I don't know what... He, what the what, plan was. What the yeah. plan was, what, to kidnap her and take... I, I don't know what it was. I don't know if, it, if it's uh, madness. It does it off screen. It happens, fade to black, three months later... You know, and we get yeah. mad, mad to me who comes Which seems to... inconsistent. Yeah, with how I'm just saying nothing else was set up. up. I'm not saying yeah. like if it was, if it works for you, great. 
Yeah. That's right. um, yeah. Okay. So the point, sorry, sorry, I'm going to cut in, right? The point I'm trying to make is that for me, I feel like the protagonist is the storyteller, right? Even the griot means the storyteller. And I feel like Somi is not the storyteller. And I feel like Lakuli is the storyteller, but Somi is also a part of the storyteller. Somi is not the, only, the storyteller alone. So the two of them are the storytellers, right? And I felt like that scene where, he, where they didn't get what they wanted was very necessary. You know, because because they didn't change, they 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 they, they couldn't they couldn't progress to understand that, um, like for me to understand that I can have everything I want. The only thing I should do is leave Tiwa for Lakunle. Like everybody said, Lakunle was just wanted to live a simple life and all that. Now, um, you also said something, Mister C. You said they built up everything. I agree with that. They built up everything, and that's the reason why they also built up that this guy is letting into his greed and is going to be consumed by it and even when he faced this year this year told him head on i feel like we should go back to that scene and watch it again right he told him heads on you have to do something he refused and said i don't understand and hang angrily went away and then tried to like come up with his own story from nowhere and i felt like so he didn't change as a character so there was no way he could just go and suffer i felt like that was just the reason why i will accept this ending and like you said because we didn't know what he had in mind when he was coming, we cannot say that he wanted to come and murder somebody because we're just using murder, murder. And I feel like, no, we cannot say. At first, right? At first, when I saw this film, I had the same sentiments. Oh, I, why did why did she die at the end? But I didn't understand. I, I didn't feel when I understood it, mm -hmm. I felt like that was the best. You know, at first I was giving this movie 2.5 because if Lankulay is the main character, then I feel like the execution is poor. When I understood that the two of them are the main characters. And I saw that he did a very great job. Very great job. Right. Vanessa, what do you want to say? Yeah. yeah. I also, I just, I, I don't think any of the things you said, like, uh, sort of is a pushback against what, what I'm saying. Said, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm, it's just, the thing is, it's not set up. That's that's, that's my it. thing. That's what I want to say as well. There has to be a progression from covetousness to murderous. Because you don't go from being, from wanting what someone has, to killing them overnight. We didn't know you wanted to kill her. Have you forgotten that? That was he made clear. He has a knife to her throat. Okay, you he don't has a knife to her throat. Yeah, yeah. you're putting a knife to someone's throat, even if you don't want to kill them. I know. I'm back. Okay. There has to be a progression. And especially because of how well everything else had been set up throughout this entire film. It just feels like an add-on, like a tack-on. Like it was unnecessary to add that if there was, if the if the same amount of of detail wasn't going to be given to this. It seems like a weird thing to end a film on that hasn't been explored fully. You don't set up a character as wanting the best for of life out of life for himself. You don't set up a character as being ambitious, as being incredibly selfish and covetous and wanting what someone else has um, to being a murderer. Because even when he was about to be exposed, his, his first thought wasn't to go and kill Lakunle to prevent him from saying the truth about him. That wasn't his first thought. His first thought was to run away. So even if you are saying he sat in the woods or wherever he was for two, two months, and stood over the fact that he was exposed. Prior to the banishment, 
He was still going to go away, wasn't he? He was running away. So was his plan always to come back? That those, those are the questions that arise from this rushed end. That's, that's the issue that a lot of us have with it. It's not that it was there. It's that it wasn't set up. From there wasn't what? any progression uh, that was made. Uh, um, we've, we've spent... Oh, thanks, right. Vanessa. Uh, was, creative fingers, I'm going to have running to... away because... Yeah. We spent so much yeah. time. Yeah. We've spent a lot of time on this. I th there will be a chance to belabor this point if we want to do it later on, but let's give everyone a chance to do their bads. Um, I think Mel is next. Mel, would you like to tell us your bads? Mel. Mel. Move on. I okay. never liked her anyway. <laughs> Hater, uh, Cynthia, please. Uh, would you so like to tell us? Oh, yeah, we can hear you now, Mel. Mel, uh, okay, Cynthia, you go. Um, let's see if Mel rejoins as a speaker, if that's going to work better. Cynthia, tell us what you didn't like. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so um, Foolish Me, sorry, these are minor things, I don't like major things because I enjoyed the movie. So Foolish Me, um, the first story where they had um, the mermaid and everything, um, because of how they took their time to build the characters and the storytelling, um, Stupid Me felt that the story was about a main character in the movie. Anyways, back to my dislike. Um, yeah, I still had a problem with the set time. Mm -mm, I don't like the bigness. And maybe it's because the clothes was distracting me, the footwear. And later I'm seeing some um, packing loading wrapper and tying it, even towards hair. So the time really, really took me out. I was trying to like put the time and I took an average and gave it the two thousands. Then um still minor, I did not have a problem with the language being English. Um it was just like even in the storytelling, I mean it's their choice. It was just like few times where um I felt the English was trying to be very very soprano-ish or um, the phonetics in the English, I think it was mostly Somi's character. Um, it just took me out. Then, um, like everyone has said, or like Vanessa explicitly said, I really, really like um, Somi. Sorry. I like the actors. <laughs> Sorry, someone is distracting me. I like... Um, the actor behind Somi is a very handsome guy. <laughs> I shamelessly went to look for him on social media. Um, but the Somi's, I like Somi's character. Okay, I said it in my like, but um, the Somi's acting too was also not consistent. It took me out. Sometimes I felt he was just reading a script word for word. Um, then they had um, ADR issues, uh, which was not really a big deal as because um, the story was good for most part of it. So even though their voices were not matching, um, what's going for me today? Even though their voices 
<laughs> when I'm actually when the amount was moving, it was um not really a big deal, but for some time it took me out, especially during the fight scene with um Lakule and Somi. Cynthia, you're on mute. Oh my god. Yeah, so I don't know why I stopped. Fight scene between Lakule and Somi. Okay, sorry. Sorry for bad behavior today. So the fight between Lakule and Somi. So um yeah, I know there was ADR issues then then, but I also think um there was also Steve. And when they started like throwing stones at each other, I started seeing their re-age. So yeah, these are really like minor issues. Then um another minor issue that I did that I didn't have, have a problem with at the beginning was, you know, uh, when we were watching the movie, the next thing we were seeing like random kids um in the villagers or random villagers. I didn't have an issue with this, but when um the scene at Tiwa's um house with her parents and Somi and they were talking or they gave them money and the next thing we were seeing a roasted bushmeat and then we are back to the scene. So that was the only time the randomness took me out in the movie. Um, also, I kind of felt um, Tiwa was picked very easily by the king's assistant. Um, I don't still have an issue with it because I ended up liking um, Tiwa and Lankule's relationship in the movie, but I just felt like um, even though or after they pick someone as um, or after the king picks someone for marriage for his chief, I just felt she was also very free, but I enjoyed our relationship with Lankune anyways then I also did not understand the was it a sudeti or the chief priest or the seer I did not understand um how we got to that part of the movie I just felt it was just thrown into the movie and I was like okay what's going on now um so yeah like everyone have said the ending was a let down so um like Elizabeth said, my major issue was not even the killing at the end. My major issue was Lakule's story. Because um, when Lakule walked up to the king, my heart was beating. Like, my heart was raising very fast. I had to pause the movie because I was like, okay, he's about to tell his story. But the court and later was seeing clap. I was waiting to see him tell his story. I was waiting to even see him struggle in telling the story for the first time in with that multitude of crowd or that multitude, sorry. Um, I was waiting to see Tiwa push him. I was waiting to see his father encourage him during that few struggle and then him telling the story and everyone is happy. So um, that was really the ending that really, really took me out in this movie. Um, even when he revealed himself to the um, king as the owner of the story, I felt like it was underwhelming. Um, everyone was just, okay, 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 let's continue. I don't know. I, I wanted struggle, action, denier, because I mean, it, that was your chief. is coming to say um, it was the one telling the chief the story. Then um, I still don't understand why they banished some me. Like, yeah, so my major issue is in this end. When they bring in Somi and they're like, you're banished. I'm like, eh, but it really did not steal the story, if we're being honest. Um, the guy was giving him the story freely. It was while um, he was trying to, like, see the greedy to take the girlfriend and everything changed. Um, then finally, surprisingly, um, I didn't have a problem with Tiwa dying at the 
ending. So, um, hey, God, can I, how am I going to put this? Um, I did not have a problem with them wanting Tiwa, like, if you are going to make the movie and Tiwa is to die, I did not have that problem. The problem I had was the build-up to it. So I just felt like um, we didn't see the resentment or the anger from Somi's character that um, it was going to, that is putting the blame and everything on Tiwa. So it's going to come back to, like, comfort Tiwa. So that was my problem. But if it was their choice to make a tragedy, with Tiwa dying at the ending, um, I did not have a problem. It's just that build up from Sumi's character of showing the resentment or anger towards Tiwa that I have a problem with that we didn't see. Yeah, so my major problem with the ending was just that. Uh, I'm done. 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 So. All right. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, again, I am with you on the story. Um, I didn't need it to be told perfectly. Because we still saw that he was shy. It would have been fine for him to tell it haltingly because it's baby steps. But it would have been nice to have him tell the story anyway. Um, Mel, are you back? Mel's not up as a speaker. Um, Okay, Fida, can you tell us what you did not like about the Grio? Okay. So basically, similar to what a lot of people have said, but I was too sick because I said it in my own way. The first one is I didn't connect with the character of the mother because she was bringing me back to my teenage days when she was looking for Tiwa and Tiwa lied about where she was because she was with man. <laughs> that one was so triggering. How Wahala was so much, I couldn't get where her anger was coming from. Then I realized that it was just her giving the character of a typical Yoruba mother from the times. I did enjoy seeing her apologize later to Lakunle and Tiwa. And in her own words, every day for the thief, I one day for the owner indeed. Um, in some other parts, subtitles in some places were too fast to read at times. Like, for example, the scene between Somi and the Ifa priest. There, there were a couple of times when it showed up, but it went quickly before I could read it. So that was a bit distracting. I didn't connect to the scene between the Ifa priest and Somi because it lacked continuity and it seemed like a scene that was just inserted there. If it happened in the beginning and at, and at the end, it would have flowed for me, but it just seemed random. Um, the costuming for women confused me because even though the men had their own and they were consistent with the fabric for the men, I felt like the younger girls had different kinds of styling and you know we've spoken about the normal dresses and the button down dresses but i noticed how they had like um ole for like the special occasions when they were doing the masquerade festival and they were at the king's palace and i noticed that older women had their own consistent costumes as well like wrappers and tops so that made me a bit confused and i guess maybe even be confused about timing as we've mentioned but it wasn't consistent for me so i was just a bit yeah confused about that the last one for me was the ending. We've spoken about it. But for me, as far as I'm concerned, it didn't happen. Um, the three months later felt like it, they only added it to the film for a shock factor. It didn't flow for me. So for me, as far as I'm concerned, the movie ended when Somi was banished. Maybe if they, from even like, let's say I'm banishing my mind. For me, I felt like we've watched movies like Election Bar, King of Thieves, and Nicolapo. Nobody has really brought a very good happy ending. So I thought that this movie was going to have that. And I loved how we ended at the play. I love how we ended at the King's Palace where everybody was happy. And I was like, finally, we have a movie that has a very good ending. So for me, in my mind, the movie ended there. And then they had a wedding afterwards in which Tiwa and Lakunle were singing to each other and stuff. So yeah, that, those are my dislikes. Thank you. Thank you, Fida. I agree with you. There was a wedding. It was just off screen. 
Uh, Mel, can you tell us what you didn't like about um, the grill? Uh, yes, I can hear you. You sound a bit far away, but I can hear you. Okay. Um... Okay. Sorry, I'm going to be as quickly. I'm going to say this as quickly as I can. So the thing that I um, dislike the most is would have to do with the storytelling aspect of it. Um, Oh, Mel, you're breaking again. Can you hear me? No, I can. Anyone else? Can anyone else hear Mel? No. No. Okay. Sorry, Mel. I think you need to drop off and jump in, jump in again. Um, she Who Remains, can you tell us what you didn't like? Yes, um, really quickly, I, the English, it it felt like a movie I started watching and I literally had to check because um, when I was watching, I think, I think, my Netflix defaulted to like the English and I was like, wait, something is off. So with, um, with this movie, I actually did the same thing where I checked and I was like, oh, wait, the original is audio English. Okay. You know, it felt like you know, maybe it's because I'm a Yoruba person, whatever. Like, I feel like I would have enjoyed this more in Yoruba. Um, so that's probably one of the biggest things. But, you know, I got over that a few minutes in when I started to enjoy it. The other thing, obviously the ending, but like it felt, you know, I understand it, it was. I mean, I don't completely agree that it's that we needed to have like the build up expecting it and all that. I'm I'm OK with being surprised. Because, you know, like like many of our parents probably said, you know, if you lie, you will steal. If you steal, you will kill, right? Like, so me, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, you you put a bad situation where someone wants something they can't have um, and they, you know, all, and, and they're greedy and all of this. To me, it's actually maybe a darker view of humanity than others. But I think anybody who lies can't kill, right? Like, so that, that part I'm fine with, especially because, again... Like we've already said, it's not, it's not like he walked in like, oh, I will, you know, I think he did make a statement about like, I'm going to take things from you or whatever. I don't know if he meant to like kidnap you. I, I, I don't know what he, you know, like, like everyone has said, we don't know his plans, but the fact that he even killed Tiwa doesn't shock me. I just, the fact that it ended there, right? So like, I'm willing to say, okay, I'm, I'm the audience. You are the creator. I'm fine with you telling the story how you want. And I'm fine with Tiwa dying, but it would have been nice to see even a half second consequence right after, right? Like in my fantasy of this, you know, Tiwa is a hunter. I don't know if they hunt at night, but let's say they hunt at night. He sees this thing happens. He shoots on me, you know, the end, right? I would have been fine with it says, like certain different versions of the actual end, even like Somi immediately getting arrested, whatever their arresting mechanism is. But something like that, I think that would have added to it. So, you know, obviously, like, it would have been nice for this to be a happy ending, but but the execution of this tragic ending felt like, ins not insulting, but it felt like 
telling the audience to go fuck themselves right it's like and then she dies whatever like why you know so that part obviously bothered me but I think overall the English stuff kind of bothered me a little bit and I just want to quickly say the this I feel like and okay this is a story about this is a movie about a storyteller right and we only really get two stories that first one that maybe i need to rewatch it to like really see if i enjoy that first story the only enjoyable story on learn and someone you know feel free to correct me right after if i'm just completely off base on this we only really get two stories and the second story is the one about time which was obviously wonderful so i you know and this is l- attempting to explain things under the hood i wonder if they were like look we don't have that many stories that we're going to tell in this story so because i, I think that the last if if lacone had told that so second story on screen leave his whole confidence whatever matter like the actual story would have been would have had to be really good and maybe they were like you know what uh, we don't we don't got it in us let's focus on making this film and just do that off screen and so that's because i think it would have really sucked if we had seen a story that was average or not you know just eh like that would have felt like ah so now we're getting the story from the main source and it's not even that good but anyway overall um you know, obviously liked it. That's that's it. And the, the things I didn't like about it were not enough to tell me to tell someone not to watch it. It's just, you know, they just are what they are. Thank you all. Thank you, um, Mr. C. Yeah, I just wanted to say I'm team, uh, I'm fine with English. However, I think there were a couple of words um, that threw me off. I think sexy was one of them. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel right. And some about nastier and hotter. Yeah, nastier and hotter in describing a woman. Yeah, that that, that didn't feel right. And also knowing your onions or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those. Yeah, yeah, those. Sorry, no, those. I was like, what is happening? If if and I and I think maybe that's why I wanted because you wouldn't like when they called that hot. I was like, ah. Yeah. Where are we? You know, like which village are people calling women hot? You know, any? I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not like in the village. So anyway, that's it. Yeah, thank you. I was gonna go grab Mr. C to <laughs> to follow up on that because he had mentioned that earlier as well. Um, I think there was something else. I can't. Oh yeah, he also. I think you, you were saying earlier um, about the because you you were saying the story could have been poor. And he says he thinks that might also be a reason why they skip the story because what if we have all this build up and the story isn't good? But because it's a film about stories and storytelling and a storyteller, I don't see why they couldn't have spent time making that story that you know should stand out for the finale. But yeah, um, thank you, Paraventure. Uh, could you please tell us what you didn't like about the grill? Yeah, hi. Um, so before I go on to what I don't like, I, I think I just wanted to make a comment about um, the English part. And I didn't mind it at all. I noticed the, yeah, they sounded malapropic. Oh, what's, what's the one? They sounded like malapropisms. Um, but then they created a world, the ambiguity that they've, you know, the time frame ambiguity and all that, just, I was pretty willing to give them that kind of license to use those kind of words. It reminds me of um, this series I'm watching on the BBC, um, The English, that's set in the whole Wild West. And then you see all sorts of F words, you know, words that you wouldn't necessarily see or would have been spoken at that point in time. And it, it works. It maybe it doesn't work as well here, and it probably offends our sensibilities 
in terms of what our traditional, of, of you know, our viewpoints of what's traditional and what's cultural or African. But I didn't mind it. Anyway, that aside, what didn't I like? The first thing was, even before I watched it, I think the title just felt the grill. I was like, because mm. I've heard about grills before this, um, and every time they've been used, it's to do with um, Malian storytellers. There's There are a few musicians in Mali that still maintain that grill tradition. Abikwate, someone I really like. So I wasn't really sure, and I don't know why they wanted to use something that's more associated with the Senegambia region rather than something, you know, more Nigerian, I thought. But yeah, that's, I just didn't, I thought they could have been chosen something a bit better from a title perspective. Then, yes, this one might be a bit more controversial. Lakunle Latif, I think Latif is his name, right? Um, is sort of like the way I view the friends' characters, um, Chandler and Joey, great as comedic actors, or not maybe not even great, but you've seen them as comedic actors, and when they try to do something dramatic, you just can't sh- um, shake that comedic thing. Their facial expressions from when they were trying to be comedic just stays with them permanently. And even when he did Ayinla, I just couldn't shake it off. It was meant to be a more dramatic role. I just couldn't see him as anything other than a comedic actor. And it's, it's more, more of a personal thing. Um, and when it's done comedic, I've liked some of it. For example, I thought it was good in that, but it was a comedic role. This was meant to be more dramatic, and I just couldn't shake, shake him off as a comedic person. I, I found him funny. And that's why maybe I'm less convinced about the romance as I'm less convinced about the romance than everyone else seems to. Everyone seems to have bought into it. I I just didn't buy into it. Um, I put myself in the lady's shoes and I thought if I was a lady, I'd probably go for Sammy, the villain. Um, Because, I I mean, if you think about it, see, I was was thinking about Beauty and the Beast, um, where Belle, um, and I saw Sammy as like a Gaston kind of character, you know, full of himself, a lot of puffery. Um, all the girls wanted him. Uh, but who did she go for? She didn't go for the the buffoon. She went for someone a bit more, with a bit more, you know, a bit more mystery about them. I don't think Lacunle had any kind of mystery. I, I just didn't buy why she would like him. She didn't even know he was a storyteller. He was just ordinary. Um, so I didn't really buy that. Uh, and then the end... And just to put it, put it into perspective with other films we've seen, so it reminded me of Anikola Kwa. It's just that this one was a bit shorter. This, this setups that just come, these stories that just come from nowhere, and you're just like, what the WTF? Thankfully. But I think the problems with the end started even a bit further back. I think so, you've already mentioned the fact that they couldn't even muster up a story at the end. It just felt like the creative juices started to run out a bit from the 75%, 75% minute mark, if you like. Um, so the, resu- the resolution of how, or how it was outed was, felt a bit rushed, I thought. That was when the pace started to feel a bit, oh, how am I going to finish this? 
Um, and I think that was why they thought they had to tack on and end the, the ending that they did. Because the, the juices just ran out. And, well, I've got to make up for it somehow. And that's it. Cheers. Okay, thank you. Uh, some people might fight you on some things, but... On the Latif thing. Yeah, yeah I mean, Latif's always been an actor, but like that, I think that was his first thing. I, yeah, I think, I think comedy, comedy just unfortunately grabbed found him. him yeah. and, and that's probably what he's unfortunately more famous for now these days. So the comedic roles were like, that guy's, a, that guy's just a really solid um, actor. <clears throat> I remember somebody, somebody in this space actually once said, why do you guys think Latif is a comedic actor? Um, <laughs> like he, he's been doing dramatic. He's a proper actor. Like he's not a comedic actor. Well, there we go. That's um, uh, in your bar, in the Yoruba movie space. Latif actually does a lot of dramatic, romantic roles that has actual drama too. Yeah. So it was never a comedic. It was never just a comedic actor. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. But I agree with that last last few bits. The the bit at the end where. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, is Miss C, you're hosting. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, Mister C, do you want to tell us what you didn't like? Oh, it's my turn. Yeah, it's your turn. Okay. All right. The first thing I'm going to say was the thing that really, I can't believe how much, like this bothered me a lot. <laughs> um, it's the is this over, sort of, production going on. Um. In, in 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 the yeah in the film like so there were points where they were trying to raise the make it more brighter I'm trying to avoid technical terms like make certain aspects of the of the film more brighter so like sometimes it's the face or the head mm-hmm. and and you just see it's it's supposed to be that is it'll be like a circle of the head and it's supposed to be tracking them and you see when they move you see like this this bright thing like almost like they have yeah halo. it was like a halo like, like halo they were rocket. shining yeah um they did it at so many places and it's one of those things where I understand why you want to do it, and i understand the temptation with doing it but it's almost the same thing as like it's sort of the same thing as like trying to cancel noise from mics where you do it and you do too much and now like it sounds like you're recording something in a vacuum like over processing is a thing and it it didn't i just don't think it made it look better i think it made things look worse it's just it's probably better either you just expose everything to whatever um make everything as bright as you know that place that you're trying to bright brighten up or just leave it as it is because uh it just i it, it was falling <laughs> so many characters I, I it was so difficult to unsee and uh it really it's one of the things that sullies this from movie from me for me uh is I, I can't unsee it it's just it was so distracting um what else okay uh it's a shame i, I think everybody's talked about the ending it's a shame he had to syro at the <laughs> end um but yeah it is what it is um and i think i talked about some of the words but um I guess this isn't a bad, but it's just, it's where I am. This might have come out in my summary, but I might as well say it here. Um, I think it's worth, um, I think this, if if this movie had ended where it ended, 
would have liked it and I'd have enjoyed it. And I think, to be honest, there's a crowd for this, and maybe this is where mainstream stuff that appeals to a wide um, audience, maybe this is where it's at or where it should be or that kind of thing. But um, I would say even for, like, um, is it Sumi? Sumi is his name. Mm. For someone like Sumi, I saw his motivations quite all right, which, like, is the thing I pointed that was all right. I just thought he was a little... Just a little susan of stupid. Just, <laughs> just a little stupid. Because I don't know how you mess with your bag like this. Like <laughs> Latif is your bag. <laughs> you should not be messing with your bag carelessly like this. Right. I actually understand in the movie, right? Like don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that's why I'm like I'm, I was a bit uh, was a, I was a bit cautious about putting calling this a bad but you know it's it's a thing if he was somehow smarter whilst maintaining this I would have enjoyed it more and I think it's possible to get him smarter because I couldn't help but thinking this guy is dumb for like messing with his bag like this because like it can't end well like what's your end game again I think um, it's possible in that world to just think of Latif's character is just so timid, nothing, he could never do anything about it. Um, still think it's stupid. Because there's, there's just places where I think he could have gone, oh, this is getting away from me now. I need to find a way. I think at some point he tries to bribe him. I was like, Jesus, you, you have no sense whatsoever. <laughs> but yeah, that's my small, 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 eh? small eh? if he would have, could have been smarter, I would have enjoyed it more. Right? Like, you know, uh, he was. He would have been a very memorable, memorable villain. Like some of the villains that we like, they're very smart. They just know what they're doing. Uh, um, and I just wish it could have been. It's a bit smarter, but yeah. All right. Thank you, Mister C. Um, I just. Oh, sorry. ADR. Jesus. I was I, gonna say that. Had I not mentioned Sam? Okay, it's because I'm just. Uh, I, I guess I'm just. Uh, sometimes I'm, I'm done with Nollywood sound. To be fair, I have to say this ADR, the actual sounds, weren't always the worst. Uh, I mean... It's just the matching. Yeah, the well, which, you know, sometimes you have to just figure out how to cheat for that. Or, and sometimes they did well. They cheated for it well. And sometimes where I'm like, they're probably ADR at this now because, like, the sound just sounds a little fine. But yeah, the sounds didn't always sound too different. I just watched, I just watched Weather for Tea, right? <laughs> I watched Weather for Tea today. Yeah, there's bad ADR, like, uh, the, the ADR has uh, like, the sounds, like, yeah, you sound like you like went there to is the... there's no st- genuine sound in this film. <laughs> you sound like, you sound like you went to the studio to get this mixed. Like, you were, like, about to, like, just add some beats, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, the sound doesn't sound particularly too egregious. So, um, yeah, that's my part, sorry. Okay, uh, thank you. I think I just echo the same things. The ADR took me out a few times. I remember this scene um, where uh, Lakunle was saying he wasn't going to the... I think that's when he was saying he wasn't going to the festival. And I swear his lips were barely moving and I was hearing sound. like. So, yeah, it took me out a few times. Um, that ending um, was 
somewhat unforgivable but i had been warned so i was expecting a weird end and i just i ended it where i ended it and with fida they got together and had a wedding and everyone lived happily ever after um then cope (laughs) allow me cope please okay um yeah i like mr c said earlier there were some some choice some word choices that took me out I remember when I heard he knows his onions, I just turned and looked at Mr. C, looked at me as well, and I'm like, no, that, that doesn't work. Um, again, the time, the vagueness of the time period. I also love stre- it. I know you do stress me out just because I'm seeing too, too many different fashions coming together and it was really stressful for me. Um, we haven't been able to get Mel on, but Mel has sent a bit of a summary Um and I think Mel's major problem with it is um, the way the stories are told. Um, they, they're they not really in tune with oral tradition, the Yoruba oral tradition of telling stories, um, the musicality, carrying through the sensibilities. Um, they seem to be lacking. Um, and I don't know, maybe that would have translated better in Yoruba uh, because English didn't manage to maintain it. So that would have been less distracting um, if they had done that. But... Yeah, uh, I think that's everyone's bads. So we can move on to summaries. Yeah? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, Vanessa, let's hear your summary first. Um, all in all, I thought the premise was really good. Um, There's some really good performances in this. Um, Would I have preferred if the stories were told in Yoruba? Yes. Would I have preferred to have had Lakune tell? the story and us see him tell the story at the end yeah um did the end happen the the end that they chose to go with happened no the end that i had in my head happened yes and so i would recommend people to watch it just slice off the last 10 minutes of it awesome thank you um otas tell us your summary um Great story, great premise. Um, really love the the leads for this one, male and female. Well, I guess both males and female. Um, I wouldn't watch it again just because of the end. Um, and I would recommend it with the caveat as well. Thank you, Otas. I think I would also say skip the last six minutes. Six? Six? Five? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you should do the research, mate. Oh, so real, girl. All right. Um, Elizabeth, tell us your summary, please. Overall, I think this was um, a simple story told well. I, I, I keep imagining what they would do if they had, like, a bigger budget. Um, I would... I will definitely recommend this because I've been recommending and I've been recommending it with the caveat. I've been telling people that stop watching after the first resolution and keep it moving. And I think people go, people got the idea. Um, the tragedy was unnecessary. We didn't have, we didn't have to have it, but um, good luck and kudos to everybody involved. Thank you, Elizabeth. Ayinka, your summary, please. Mm. I enjoyed this movie and I think it's a 
movie that if you watch it, you won't be upset that you spend time watching it. It is steep reading and in a Nigerian similar culture. And I don't mind that it's in English. I don't necessarily think that every the movie should be in Yoruba or something. I think that we English now for 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 better or for worse is now our language too. And we should also use English the way we use English, and I'm okay with that. Um, <coughs> sorry. So, as I always say, if you like the movie, <laughs> good. Um, if you don't, okay, watch something more interesting. It's a free country. <laughs> well, free, free in regards of you can choose the movie. To, well, okay. Okay. You know what? For now, mm-hmm. in, this, in this context, mm-hmm. it's free. You can watch whatever you want. To watch. We understand. <laughs> Thank you very much. Also, yeah, the thing with the English, I think for me, it's I'm used to like our older Nigerian films, village settings, mm-hmm. having English, and it's always there's like precedence. it's always there's precedence exactly, and it's always like good English as well, like you know, great, like you know, the word choice, beautiful, all that stuff. So yeah, it it works for me, it makes sense to me. Um, Cynthia, let us know your summary, please, and thank you. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah, sorry, I was train food. Um so yes, um I like the movie. It's a beautiful story. Um I'm actually happy we had to like do it in film club because I would have missed it. Um yeah, um I would recommend it. My only problem <coughs> my only problem with this movie was Lankole not um, having to tell a story, but yeah, the movie was good. Thank you, Cynthia. Fida, let's hear it. All right. Um, I recommend this film for the acting and storyline alone. I liked how it was told and how it mostly flowed, um, how it mostly flowed, the chemistry between the characters and the relationship between most of them. I liked how the story ended with a wedding at the end. Lovely. I love Latifa Dimeji, goodness Emmanuel, <laughs> and father. I love Bosse as well. I like this film and I highly recommend. Thank you. Thank you, Fida. Mr. C is calling our ending in fantasy, but he's a dirty liar. <laughs> <laughs> he's a dirty liar. Paraventure, please tell us what you like. Um, tell us your summary. Paraventure, are you there? Okay, Creative Fingers, can you tell us your summary, please? Okay, yeah, for me, um, it was a great film, and um, I'd be the odd one, but particularly like I ended. And um, the storyline, storyline, the storytelling was beautiful, well told, everything mattered, everything drove the plot, brilliant. And yeah, there might be one or two downs, but total, it's a great watch. And I feel like, don't skip the end, watch it to the end, everybody, yeah. That's it. Uh, yeah, everyone take on whatever advice you would like to take. Mr. C, read on a an anonymous um, summary. All right. Okay. So this says, uh, I liked that there was storytelling within storytelling. One of my favorite scenes was the scene where Sand, um, Sumi, Sumi, Sumi finds Tiwa and Lakunde together for the first time. The hit in his eyes felt so real. Most times when there was uh, when there was dialogue, I wish I was hearing it in Yoruba. Maybe it's the setting and mood the film gave. I loved loved the father-son relationship with Dakunle and his dad. I loved Tiba 
but I wish the end wasn't the end. I most definitely will recommend. All right. Thank you. Uh, I'm just going to say anyone that takes Crazy Fingers recommendation and watches the end should hold him if they don't like it. <laughs> but if you skip the end and then you watch it later and it turns out you like it, come and hold the rest of us. Um, okay. <laughs> so, Ekene, can you tell us what did you like? Um, what was your summary? What is your summary? Um, yes. Yeah, so, I... Yeah. The only thing that is just... Uh, that just stopped me from going watch this you know the ending is rushed but like the reason why I might not recommend this with my chest is honestly that post-production thing and it's weird because maybe not everybody will will um but I feel like people usually catch up to all these things later and um, I don't want I'm not that guy you're gonna oh this but whatever but like hey hey Leave my summary for me. This why married the host. Summarize. Anyway, so um, but I did enjoy a lot of the story. It felt familiar. I don't think it's um, whilst I enjoyed. I still wouldn't say it's um, it's game changing, but it doesn't need to be. It's playing to a simple. Uh, it's playing a simple tune, and it's um, it does it fine for the most part. That ending, people have said it. Um, I'm joining Copeland and Fantasyland and saying that's not my ending. Um, <laughs> hashtag not my ending. And what else? Yes, but but yeah, I would say to most people, to be honest, they'll 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 probably not notice the the thing. Yeah. But yeah, but I do. I'm hoping to see more stuff from these guys. Um, I don't yeah. know. I don't know who is responsible, but for. So much. I'm the one who is responsible for the core of the story. I know, like, um, 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 goodness, I must say, blessing. (laughs) I know, I know that um, goodness is both, you know, the actor and producer. But um, I don't know, I don't know where the the belly, the sweetness of the soul, the soul of the story, uh, whether it's in the script and the director, I don't know, but like. I hope I see more things from them. And, yeah. and honestly, this is where I was hoping the trajectory of Nollywood would have been going. Like, like, but like maybe five years ago. Like, this is like, hey, we're making steps forward. You know, we've improved a couple of, of things. But yes, um, we're making steps forward. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, Mister C. I don't know why Vanessa has a hand up. Oh, Vanessa, you have your hand up. Do you want to say yeah, something? Yes. Sorry, I forgot a pertinent part of my summary. Mm-hmm. And I'm also going to help Cynthia to see her own part of her summary that she forgot. <laughs> my pertinent part is this film taught us one thing. Contrary to what Paraventure thinks, women like ordinary men. The female gaze is not different from is, is vastly different from the male gaze, and what men think is attractive and what a woman wants are completely different. As proven to us by Siwa, women like ordinary, unassuming men. And in, in the words of, of Cynthia, Mrs. C should always host um, Film Club. That's our summary. Thank you very much. I agree. <laughs> As evidenced by my husband, very ordinary. Um, anyway, uh, I don't really have much more to add. I really did enjoy the core of the story. Um, 
I enjoyed the emotional part for it. It felt very nostalgic for me in terms of Tales by Moonlight and, you know, getting told stories by my grandma at night. It was, it felt, it really hit my heart in that, in that area. So that was nice. Um, I enjoyed a lot of the performances. Um, yes, I enjoyed the wedding. The wedding was so beautiful. It was fantastic. Um, great scene, great costume. Everyone looks beautiful there. Um, but yeah, I would recommend it. I would recommend it with the skip the last seven minute caveats. Um, I recommend it with the some production issues. Don't don't look too much at it. I mean, like we liked Casala despite all of the production issues, post production okay. issues. So okay. yeah, so just look past that and just focus on the story. And inshallah, they get a better budget and the next one has fewer of those uh, post production issues. But yeah, I think it was a I think it was a good watch. I'm glad we watched it. Um, and I always I always like a space when um it's mostly positive. I I know I know the drags can be fun sometimes, but I enjoy the positive spaces more. All right. Okay. I, I think next week next week what are we're doing a nullified? Yeah, next week is the nullified. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be debating um uh you know, in theme with the end of the I was gonna say end of the world. I don't know. <laughs> End of the year. <laughs> it's been with the end of the year. Um, uh, like best this, best that, worst this, worst that. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I think that's going to be a fun one. We'll take a break from recommending movies, although, um, well, discussing movies in that in this kind of form. Um, the last uh, thing we'll discuss for the year is Far, Far from, from Home on the 16th. So watch out for that. And um, but yeah, uh, well. He shout out to our host for today. Um, Thank you, everyone. This was fun. See you next Sunday. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the episode. If you enjoyed listening and would like to join live, just follow us on Twitter at Iroko Critic and join us every Sunday, 6 p.m. West African time on our spaces.